Local and low cost? You can have both at San Bernardino International Airport, Southern California's newest way to travel. Whether you're looking to skip the drive and fly away to the San Francisco Bay or experience the majestic mountains of Utah, San Bernardino Airport has you covered. With affordable flights aboard Breeze Airways, brand new A220 aircraft on airport parking for just $5 per day and close to home, San Bernardino International Airport is the easiest way to get away. It's now easier than ever to start close and travel far. Plan your next adventure at flysbd.com. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. I'm not the only one getting scammed. There's bamboozled scams happening all over the place. New ones all over California this week alone. You thought we got out of scamming season. That's kind of what's happened. You know, the holidays are all for the scams. Then we get into January. Maybe the scammers take a break. Not the case. They're working overtime. Let's go ahead and uh, get scammed together. It's time for bamboozled. Here we go. Bamboozled. A lot of people fall for the scam. And now they're just like, damn. Take your money, sucker, because you didn't know it was all a sham. And now you're just like, damn. I mean, there's so many good scams out there. Maybe no better scam than this one. This game is called How Much Are You Willing to Pay for Your Missing Dog? A dog your not-so-helpful, unidentified neighbor may not actually have. <laughs> they're very catchy. They got all the catchy names for all the scams, as you know. It's a new game show. Uh, listen to this. This is going on now. A lot of people hunting for a new job in the new year. And with a lot of layoffs happening and people quiet quitting and all that stuff going on. There's so many resumes online. Don't fall for this. Now to a scam alert involving two specific scams. First, the Better Business Bureau says that employment scams are circulating right now in our area. In fact, it's received nearly a dozen calls in the last two weeks. So here's how they work so you don't fall for them. Scam- They're going to tell you how they work in a moment. I'm going to tell you right now, I would fall for this. Like, I know you think, oh, Klein falls for everything. I don't even know what it is yet. Uh, no, I listen to this, and I do know what this scam is, and it sounds like something that even now that I know what to look out for, I would still fall for it. Scammers hunt through resumes that are actually posted on legitimate websites online, like Monster or Indeed, and contact you using the cell phone or the email address that you posted on your resume. They'll then spend a few days interviewing you. Mm. It is all a scheme. Imagine that process. You're like, I just crushed that interview. Man. Or you, like, actually didn't. You did horrible on the interview, and you're like, I got a second interview. Yeah. That was terrible. Dude, I guess it went better than I thought. They asked me what my biggest weakness was. I said masturbating in the workplace. (laughs) I never should have said it. How did I get through? And yet they called me back. (laughs) So, So they give you a phony interview, which is a, I mean, I'll give the scammers credit. I like any scam that involves a couple layers of effort on their part. At least it feels like they earn the money they scam from Yeah, I mean, this is a long process to be able to follow through with somebody. But I would imagine in any situation now, if somebody is contacting you out of the blue offering you a job, it's probably fake, right? I would No one's just like scanning Indeed to email candidates. But if I got a call from anyone that said, you're getting a second interview, I would right away in my red flag be like, well, nope, something's up here. Yeah. There's no way there was no one more qualified than me for <laughs> this opportunity. So here's what happens then. So they, they see your, you, you post your resume, you get a call. They say, hey, we've got a great job. Uh, you're going to go ahead and run Disneyland. Go, oh, really? You're going to run Disneyland? That's awesome. <laughs> wow. And then, uh, then, they, uh, then there's round two of this. As once you're hired, they send you a check so you can buy equipment needed for the job and ask you to then send money to a supplier who will then send you the equipment. So, okay. So what? Now, Why does that need? 
this is a great job. I just got hired, and they're sending me a check, and I haven't even worked yet. This is, uh, love this place already. Given a check right up front, and then they say, hey, we're going to give you the money so you can go ahead and get the laptop or whatever else you need to kind of. Which... Once you get, quote, hired, they just ask for your Social Security information and then run away? Yeah, but Why it, do they have to do this I, whole I, fake I, equipment thing? Well, because of the remote working and everything, I think a lot of people are asking, hey, I want to work from home a few days. They go, all right, well, you need certain equipment to do that. So here's a check to buy that equipment. Then here's what happens. So except once you deposit that check. It bounces. Tom Stevens, president of the local Better Business Bureau, says that people think the check is good because their bank accepts it. So that's the idea, right? You put the money in, you and then you see that it go through. You so see it, so then like, you go. Great. So then you order all the stuff that you need to order from this other scam site, whatever. And then their check bounces, and they take the money back. Oh, out. so they tell you go to this website yeah, to download. Yeah, of course. Uh, and that's the scam. So anyway, wow. people are not happy about it because all these people are getting scammed because their bank accepts it. I'm retired. Oh. And not only am I retired, I'm tired. So that guy can't even get a job. That, that poor guy, guy scammed again. Then there's this scam that's going on all over Southern California right now. Billions of Californians are getting their middle class tax cut refunds on debit cards. And many say it looks like a scam and comes with too many fees. Yeah, now others say it puts their personal information at risk. Mm. So they came to seven on your sides, Michael Finney, for right. some answers. Michael. Yeah, a lot of people are talking to us. And they're saying they're wary because they have to give six what? digits. A lot of people oh, talking to that guy. This guy. Michael Finney's going to solve the problem, I just guys. I'm the party, and I'm going to tell you all about it. <laughs> the flat, the flat, the flat, the flat. Uh, I think he's, 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 he's saying Jake's beer right there. Of their social security number in order to activate the card. Now, that sets up an account at a New York bank as well as getting the card going. The card companies in Wisconsin, the customer service is in Georgia. So who exactly has your information and what's happening to it? <laughs> I don't this know, Mister <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, man. Yeah, which which pill do I take? The red or the blue? Just tell us. What do I do with this card? Al Ginsburg got his middle class tax refund loaded on a debit card, but he refused <laughs> to activate it. And it tells you to call this number and give away six digits of your social security number. Al says a scammer could use those six digits to steal his identity. And even a cave person can figure out how to do that. <laughs> this thing is absolutely a bonfire. Right. Ah, and that ah. is in the fine print of the contract. All the information like you need. So there you have That's when I went down in the hallway. Same noise I made. Ah, and <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank you. So don't fall for that scam, I guess. So Muggs gets in the studio and shares with us this story that he's been very excited to uh, tell, not only tell us, but bring, bring to you guys as well, the christening of his mattress, which he believes is a big moment in his life. I don't know if it's the best moment that happened to him. Muggs, get in the studio when you can, and then uh, right around 9 o'clock we'll get you on the standby boarding list. K-Rock World Tour 2023 to see the Black Keys in London. You're in the right place at the right time. There he is. Hi, Muggs. What's, what's going on? Entering the studio now, a man that has an extra pep in his step, Allie, because he has done something that is a proud moment in everyone's life, probably more for dudes than for women, I think, the christening of a new mattress. Oh, uh, no, I think that that's a... I think that's an accomplishment for anybody. You, women th- get excited about that, too? I feel like that's more of a dude thing. Mm, well, I mean, I, I think it depends on who you ask. I think if we're generalizing here, yes, I think uh, it means more to a guy. Mug's got a brand new mattress, a brand new apartment, yeah. and uh, you christened it officially? Yeah, and this mattress is like, I was measured for this mattress. It was measured you for sleep. You were measured? What are you talking <laughs> what are you about? Saying? What does that mean? <laughs> hey, you're yeah, measured for it. Right, there's no, like a queen, there's a full size, right. a queen size, uh, We're going to give you a twin. It's not a custom mattress. What, are you shack? I sat in this like cat's <laughs> 
I sat in this like CAT scan machine and it measured my body a weight. CAT scan my, machine. My, my age, my height. He does have a concussion, Omar. Yeah, this is, you uh, really yeah, got no kidding. All right, so you're going to tell us the story of how you christened your mattress? Oh, yeah, it was New Year's Eve. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we have a special wait. guest joining us for the story. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, we wanted to set wait, this up and what? make this extra nice for you. Wait, who? Special guest, please say hi wait, to wait. Uh, Beer Mug. It's not the girl. Hello. What? This is Beer Mug's mom on the phone. What? 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 You had sex with your mom on your bed? Okay. <laughs> that is crazy. What that is, is immeasurable. <laughs> uh, is this, uh, this is Mama Muggs? Yes. Okay. Beer Mug, what, you want to say hi to your mom? What's that? Hi, Mom. Hi. He's got a story he's going to share with us. We wanted you to be able to listen to it. Okay. Are you, are you sad that Muggs moved out of the house? He's been living with you for quite some time. No, he he <laughs> needed to move out, so that's good for him and us. <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, who's going to eat every last bit of food you have in your fridge and cabinet all the time now, right? Exactly. Whose laundry exactly. are you going to do? Right. That's got a lot. for sure. Well, Muggs, go ahead and tell your mom the title of this story. I think I have to tell her the title or the details, really. Well, let's, start with, the, great detail. let's start with the title of the story. The title is Great Mattress, Great Night of Sleep. Okay. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. On. Your mom is on to listen. Uh, Beer Mug has a story to share with us all now. Why don't you share Can you the tell story? her? Because like, I don't know the a... story. I you wasn't were there. all excited about this. You wanted to tell us exactly how it all went down, how you met this person. Just go. Well, mom, you know that date I went on? Yes. Well, you know, we went out to a nice dinner, and we went out to a party, rang in the new year, and, you know, she came back to my place, and uh, we tested out the mattress. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is so I awkward. See. I don't know why. why like, <laughs> this is, what is this? What is the point of this? Just well, to make tell me feel her as, as uncomfortable told... as possible? Yeah, well, you were bragging to us off the air that you christened your mattress, and you were all excited about it. You said, can I share the story? And we decided to make it more fun to get your mom on the phone so you can tell the story with your mom here. Why would you think that's fun? Hey, Mama Muggs, how do you think your son is in the sack? Okay, all right. Uh, mom, go ahead. <laughs> Mom, you don't 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 listen to these people, please. No, come on, Mama Muggs. No, what do you think? No, don't don't. You think he takes the latest to Pound Town? Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Go back to bed. It's too early right now. Hold on, hold on. Get serious now, Muggs. You're not really giving any details, and I yeah, think you I... were very detailed in your yeah, story I, yesterday. I speak for Mama Muggs when I say we need details. I, I don't. Think... It didn't happen at night. No, come on. any parent wants to hear about their kids' achievements. No, they I, I mean, not in detail. So it was a good night. It's a great night. Great morning, actually. Like, yeah, How long did you go Ali's for? Right. It happened in the morning. It happened. How many positions? Just one. <laughs> oh. Just one. Yeah. Mama Muggs, you got to be disappointed in your son, right? <laughs> the mattress is like, come on. <laughs> you were rated for five positions. Uh, did he? Uh, has he shown up at the house yet, Mama Muggs, with dirty sheets for a washing? Oh, yes. Oh. Really? Oh, God, really? Guys. You brought your dirty sex sheets to your mom's house for a washing? Yeah, I didn't have any uh, I didn't have any detergent at my place. So. <laughs> oh. I think you need to have a lot of fabric softener to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, well. Does uh, that bother you, Mama Muggs? No. Are you proud in any way uh, of your son's accomplishments on New Year's Day? I have no opinion. Love it. Thank you, Mom. Appreciate it. Uh, any, okay. any, any follow-ups to the uh, the questions? Because, I mean, he didn't do this in your house when he was living under your roof. This wasn't happening on a regular basis, was it? No opinion. Did he ever take people back to his place when he was living at your house? 
no answer for that <laughs> one. Oh, oh mugs. She's. I love my mom right now. She's not divulging. She's, she's uh, not divulging. She's, she's protecting, protecting your she's protecting reputation. Me, and I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that a lot. But once again, this the story is: you met someone on New Year's Eve. You hung out. No, I knew her before New Year's Eve. Oh, we went out on New Year's Eve, and, and then... it was a. It was probably the best New Year's Eve. No offense, mom, but like you know, the lobsters were good all those years. But uh, <laughs> this was the best New Year's Eve ever. Good. I'm glad you had fun. And then he uh, banged it out in the morning. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, this is all recorded on air. This is This is all yeah. live. This is all this is all happening live oh, right now, Mom. Oh gosh, I hope no one I know or you know listens. Hope the girl's not listening. That's don't want to be like airing yeah, out. Nobody's listening. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I think okay. yeah. we're all good here, guys. <laughs> okay. I even tuned out five minutes ago. <laughs> You know, television's changing a lot, has been the last few years. This year, there's a new show that they are not releasing. And everyone's got their own theories about TV and how they should do it. And some people get annoyed when you have to wait a week to watch a show. Some people like getting everything at once. They like the binge watch. I have no self-control, which is why so many times if you get into a show that's got 11 seasons, like all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to start watching The Americans. You could lock yourself in your room for the next four weeks and you, and you could just start watching now. Mm. But there's a new show that's being released where they're saying you can watch it in any order. Oh, you, Kaleidoscope. Yeah. yeah. Any, they're not they even, said it doesn't matter what order you watch it in. Which, You'll get a different show no matter what order you watch. Which seems insane because as someone who is, and I'm a dummy kind of, but I have started shows sometimes in the wrong season or I've gotten confused and I've watched, I didn't start on the ep- first episode, I started later and then I went back and I thought the whole thing was a flashback and I realized I'm the idiot that just didn't do it correctly. Right. Now they're saying they've come up with a show just for idiots like me. It doesn't matter what order you watch them in. The show will make sense and you can watch them in any order. Start at the last one, start at the first one. It all seems to... But you, all, so you have to keep track of it? Well, no, like, no. Oh, like if there's eight episodes, so you have to keep track. Okay, I started at, uh, episode seven, then go to three, then go to four, two, one. You have to keep track of what yeah, you watch. Yeah, I, I don't know, Omar. I don't know if it mixes it up for you or if mm. you choose which episodes you want to watch when. Because I, I know there has been a show on Netflix where it's super annoying because it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Or you have to have the remote yes. by have you and so, make decisions. Okay. So, right. that, so you know? there is a survival show. I think it's with Bears Grow. Where like, you, yes, that's another thing. The whole interactive TV trend where I hate that. You, you watch the guy <laughs> and he's climbing a mountain and then all of a sudden it stops. It's like, should he go up or go down right. towards water? And then you pick. And if you pick wrong, I guess he's like, show's over, I'm dead. But he doesn't actually die because he's got to do more episodes. Oh, that'd be better stakes. But there is that. So that's kind of a new thing that's developing this year as well. We were thinking it's a good opportunity for us to rethink TV because there are some, now that everyone's deciding we can't just go ahead and put on a show and give you an hour a week, everyone's rethinking everything. What are some things we can do to rethink TV? So we've got some suggestions for people that work in TV that may or may not be off to their big, high-paying TV jobs right now. Listen to us lowly fools in Radio Land mm-hmm. to tell you some things you could do to make TV better. For instance. I have a couple, actually. For one, you know how they have that are you still watching button? It's like a prompt that comes up if you've been watching oh, yeah. a show for too long. I think instead of that, they should get rid of that and instead have an are you still interested button that shows up after like 20 minutes of watching a show. They have that. What? It's called the power button. They just no, turn, no, just no, turn no, it off. No, no, no. People are too lazy for that. I will, <laughs> I will put on a show. Too lazy to hit up one button on a remote? You're yeah. asking for a different button. No, no. I want a prompt Same that shows right. up on its own and says, are you still interested in watching this? It's like a check-in. Like, hey, 
Are you into this but show? It, but that's the same thing. That you're is pretty already... good. No, no, no. I, I agree with Allie because sometimes you're just watching and blindly, and, and, you and you'll watch prom- ep- right. you'll watch episode upon episode, and then yeah. realize you don't even like the show. Yep. That's so how sometimes I was with you'll succession. finish. Yes. So it gives and then you someone a will be moment. like, "How's that show?" And you're like, "Actually, it's bad, and I don't know yeah. why I'm watching it." Huh? So, so a uh, check in to just say, "Are you still interested in this?" Because you can just leave now. And try another show. All right, interesting. Allie's bringing that to the table as we rethink TV. Uh, Omar? You know, I think that uh, watching TV with anybody else except for yourself is overrated. So I suggest an isolation chamber with a built-in TV so you can kind of <laughs> relax and pay attention to whatever you want and concentrate on it. And you don't have to hear your annoying kids or anybody talk about, you know, what's going on. And you could kind of like, you know, not be distracted while you're trying to enjoy a show. Well, leave it to oh, fancy headphones. boy Rich Omar Khan. Why doesn't everyone just have their own room well, <laughs> with a TV? I, 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 when Omar <laughs> Saying, you know how they got all those extra Pelotons they can't sell? I've thought about this a million times. Replace oh. that uncomfortable bike seat with a really comfortable seat, like a pillow seat, and then everyone has their own TV. No pedal. And get rid of the pedals. You don't need those either. You just can watch your own your own like you TV watching station. like a little ottoman. That's a great setup right there. I agree, Omar. The, uh, the, the side-by-side TVs or the up-and-down TVs, even for a couple... Yeah. Where you're both on Bluetooth headphone, a headset. Yeah. That's where it's at, dude. That's cool. I love that. You know, I've yeah. said for a while the TV industry, when you buy a TV, shouldn't come with one remote. It should come with three remotes because you need a backup and then another backup. Like right now, my dog chewed up Ooh. one of my remotes, and I, I'm screwed now. I have no, I have no ability to use one of my TVs now because the same of the remote. thing is happening with your car keys. Yeah, that's I, just because you're an irresponsible person. All right, well, let's not focus on that, Allie. Everyone's got their own <laughs> reasons for it, but I, I like think multiple there should TVs. just be one that's preset in your couch cushion. A, a preset remote that's locked into the couch. Yeah. It's not a bad move at all. Also, I like the mounting on the ceiling concept for TVs when for, for bed watching. I think a lot of people decide put it on the wall, which is not really great when you're in bed watching. If it's on the ceiling above you, that's... Then you can just literally You can just lay, lay on the bed and, and watch. It's yeah. kind of a cool thing how right there. How can I do even less? Yeah, that's where how you do even <laughs> less. Because God forbid you actually, actually do a sit-up trying to watch it on TV. <laughs> That's good. Jake, you want to rethink TV? Yeah, dude. Let's bring back Smell-O-Vision. All right. Oh, well, we were all having fun you until kind of that. jack-in-the-box egg rolls. No, yeah, man. Any kind of ad, that'd be awesome. They can like, waft the smell of Applebee's tater skins or whatever they have. It'd be dope. I think they should. I think they are working on it. We that. have the technology now because of everyone who's got the diffusers in their house and stuff. That mm-hmm. There is a way that we could do that. Where oh, whatever sure you're whatever you're watching. Apple TV will have some kind right. of thing. Yeah, if you're watching them on the screen and they're making like a like pizza bacon. in the show oh. or bacon, you smell it, that's great. But we would all get so fat because it would constantly make us hungry. I also yeah. think we should just rethink the categories of television. You know how they're just like, oh, it's horror and, and romantic comedies. I think they should do like, you know, like shows for falling asleep, shows for like like a good background shows that you're not really oh, gonna like if watch. You're gonna get stoned and clean or something yeah, like that. That's like a good idea. A po- like couples that can't agree on anything shows. Yeah. Or like a post breakup shows. Like they should be about life things, not about actual categories of those shows. You know. It also, they should disclaim them in the other side because uh, I was fighting with my wife the other night, and then she, we were like, "Whatever, let's just watch a show." And the show we were watching, I had no idea it was, it was on some show on FX, but it was all about some couple going through a divorce, <laughs> and <sighs> and it was like literally watching what we had just like <sighs> done in the house. And I, I wish they they should definitely like, like filter that out. Like yeah, Alexa can watch. listen, and yeah, then yeah. she knows yeah, that like, that's not the that. good next right, thing. Right. To talk you need about. to watch a different one where a couple that's fighting, and then they like have makeup sex. Like you need that sort of thing <laughs> instead. <laughs> right now, this is an opportunity for us to do an interview. You know, we get pitched hundreds of guests every week to come on the radio. 
they're almost always terrible pitches. Most of them are pretty bad. Every once in a while, you get a good one. You're like, oh, cool. Uh, you know, the AAA is around with us. Or, oh, look, Gavin Rosdell Bush is here or something. Mm-hmm. That's cool. 21 Pilots is calling in. But for the most part, it's like, would you like to talk to an author who wrote a cookbook about how to eat your Christmas tree? And we're like, sure. Let's have them on, too. <laughs> so this Not a is, good example. The concept of Unplugged is we take the worst guest pitch we got. And this week, I think we're going to go with this guy who calls himself the tax doctor because he wants to help everybody get their taxes ready. Oh, it is tax season. Which is super boring. But also, there's no reason why anyone would ever care about this guy on K-Rock. Like, why would you want to tune in to hear a guy who's the tax doctor? Well, and usually they'll send an initial email and then they'll send seven more follow-up emails. Like, hey, just want to circle back on the tax doctor. And you're like, no. Yeah. No this the guy, first time. This guy did get pitched, I think, five times, which is why. God. So uh, I transform into Ryan Seacrest. This is a fake radio show. Omar's going to mute all the microphones except yep. for, so you guys will hear everyone, but he will not. He's just going to hear me. And uh, every time I mess up the plug, he's trying to promote his website or his book or something. You'll hear this. Um, that, that's what you're going to hear. See how many times I can mess up the plug before he hangs up on us. Uh, all right, let's get to the so intro and let's do it. Uh, is he ready? What line? Okay, yeah, we're good. I hit, here we go. <clears throat> the biggest real radio show there is. Welcome to Unplugged. Hello? This is Ryan Seacrest. This is Unplugged. We are chatting right now with Dean. Dean, welcome to Unplugged. How goes it? I'm doing well, doing well, Ryan. Thank you very much. 25 years experience as a tick doctor, and as we get into this time of year, (laughs) right, with stuff that's happening, what is the advice you would give for people that are concerned about uh, ticks? You mean tax, right? Tax doctor. (laughs) I help with income taxes. That's what I help with. Oh, whoopsies. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so nothing about Lyme disease or anything that would be tick-related. No, that, that would be the wrong doctor. And if, if this were about ticks, they would say things like uh, bug spray and high socks. Would that help <laughs> out with tax at all, uh, taxes? I don't think at all. Not at no. all. You're one of the doctors that specializes more on, I guess, mental health. No, 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 no. We, we, have, we specialize in helping people that are in trouble with the IRS. You're an expert, but uh, there's certain things that they don't want people to know. For instance... Uh, IRS, mm-hmm. that is a kind of a slang term. No one knows what it means. No one would ever mm-hmm. be able to figure out what that means. Of course, they don't want us to know as part of the general public. They want to keep it mm-hmm. confusing. The Internal Revenue Service, which is basically your, your United States Treasury Service Department. You know, Just to point out, you, you are an employee of the IRS? No, no. I help, I help people that are in trouble with the IRS. People can find you. You are on Tax Yelp. No. Find me at TaxHelpMD.com. That's where they'll find me. And uh, they call you the tax monster. Uh, they call me the tax doctor. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of companies out there saying that they'll settle it for pennies on the dollar and this, that, and the other. But it's just, it's just not true. You've heard it here first on Unplugged. This man we're talking to, who is the tax surgeon, he will settle your taxes for pennies on the dollar. I'm not saying every one of them would be, but... It is possible. Every one of them. You heard it here first. Uh, that uh, <laughs> Every one of these will be settled for pennies on the dollar, or his name is not Don Nipple. Dean Michael. Dean Michael. Mitchell. Michael, right. You're uh, at the top of your form, Ryan. That's the only form I got, Dean. Ryan, you know, I've, I've been doing a lot of radio shows for many, many years. You know, I've done trucking radio for many years, Ask the Expert, uh, you name it, I've done it, and... Uh, 
I have to say that this was just on the cuff. I really wasn't expecting it, but um, I hope your listeners get something out of it. And if any of them need my help, they're more than welcome to call me. Especially if you're dealing with a tick bite. I can't help with tick bites, no. <laughs> Dean is an attorney, been to law school. He knows the way it works. I've never been to law school. That's <laughs> not me. <laughs> I have attorneys that work for me, Ryan. Right. But What's to that? earn the name tax doctor, you have been to medical school? No. I just happen to be the one that figures out the problems. They call me the tax doctor. If you sit down... So if you've got a tax problem, I'm the one that cures it. If you sit down at a meal, you say you're going to buy a hamburger, $8. The bill comes, it's now $9.28. That is considered tax, and this man is saying you don't pay that. Ryan, did you bump your head? No, but if I did, it's good to know I'm on with a real doctor. You know I'm talking about income taxes, correct? I thought that's what we were talking about. That, that's a sales tax you're talking about, my friend. I've been on uh, Overnight Holland, I've been on Red Eye Radio, and I've been on a lot of different radio shows throughout the years. Well, let's that's not brag about our radio shows. I mean, I'm on uh, Unplugged, which is a very successful show, the most successful radio show in the history of radio. Fantastic. So. Well, I'm very, very happy for you, and I'm very glad you, you called me. I'm, I'm so happy to help your listeners. And we've I all... just wish there wasn't the miscommunication. Well, let's clear that up right now. We are chatting with an expert on all things taxidermy. I don't know anything about that my friend they call me the tax doctor so once again if we're talking about tax so if you want to put something on the wall you need to hang it up properly you could use tape you could use tax this guy says use tax and anything else my friend uh no i just wanted to let everyone know where they can find you the website to find this man at is that would be www.taxhelpmd.com taxhell.com paying taxes hell Tax help. Go to taxhell.com. There you go. And find this man known as the tax devil. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Are you a hero if you are a self-proclaimed hero? Like, for instance, when people really do things like save a cat from a tree or go into a burning building to help someone get out, they don't usually stand there and say, I'm a hero. Give <laughs> no, me other your... people do, yeah. yeah. Other people do. You can't put yeah. the title hero on yourself. No, I mean, yeah, if you're a good Samaritan, I understand. But if so no why, one sees Allie? you do it, then... Maybe just let people know. Allie gave blood yesterday, which is a very nice thing to do because she's a universal donor. She's yeah, got and I'm that, a blood hero. She's point. got that O negative or whatever. Oh, my God. I'm O neg, and that's very important. They hound she, me. Oh, stop it with this. She made it such a point yesterday to not only tell every single person <laughs> she encountered that she was about to give blood. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she was posted like. Posted it on socials. And then I she did. Then she went immediately and posted it, mm-hmm. and it became a whole Look at me, hero coming through. Yeah, and then uh, the first thing out of her mouth to me this morning was, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, man, I'm feeling a little tired. Yes. Maybe it was because I gave blood yesterday. Yes, because I gave blood. It was unbelievable. <laughs> because they, they sucked me dry because she, I'm a universal donor. She and when I get there, they Omar- say, oh, you know what? You are very special. Can you give us a double donation today? And I said, you know what? Because I have I a lot am- of body mass. Yep, I'll do it. <laughs> I said, you meet the weight requirements? You have enough hemoglobin? Allie gave a Crisco donation yesterday as well. It was two donations at the same time. Wait a minute. Hold on. Do you feel that you kind of overplay? And I'm not 
I'm, I'm not telling bad you, Klein, the they make donation. me feel like I am a celebrity in there because I am O negative. Uh, okay, but why? And they said how important it is that I do a double donation and that they can suck more blood out of me and then they return the little platelets or whatever. And then they said, it's I'm going to save double the amount of lives. Would you be mad if your blood went into the body of like a homophobe? Uh, No, because you know what? I lead with love. And that's what heroes do. God damn it. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not a hero. I am a blood hero. That's it, what they that's they say that in the emails to me. Did when they give you a cookie and a cape? They gave me cookies, Jake, while I donated, and I got to have more cookies afterwards. Because oh, I had boy. to stay in the area for 15 minutes because I had donated so much blood. You didn't want to have more cookies. <laughs> do you, do you think, do you Are think... you Amos of Famous Amos? <laughs> <laughs> when, when Allie's walking to the blood center, do you think they start weighing? Do you think they start weighing the pros and cons of going, is the blood worth the amount of cookies we're going to have yeah. to give at this point? Chips Ahoy over here! <laughs> <laughs> they, kept, they kept going over to me and saying, do you want more snacks? Right. And I said, well, Feed her. yeah. So it's not about saving lives. It's about snacks. And she started eating all the marbles it's... like the hungry hippos. <laughs> marble, marble, marble. <laughs> rah, 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 rah. No, they said that it was important that I stay, you know, hydrated and fed throughout the process because it would help the donation. Okay. And I thought they I had to wait till after. Fed? <laughs> <laughs> that's the word you use for an animal. They didn't yeah. say <laughs> Did they throw a bucket of chum at you? In your general direction? There's your feed bag. And then they <laughs> spread this on. <laughs> I don't know why they said good girl. Good. Keep going. <laughs> we have a very important message I'd like to share this with you. Maybe the most important message you've ever received on the Go Line. I'm a podcast listener, um, so I'm a few days behind, but I've just been hearing about you guys. Helping other people with their mental health. You guys definitely helped me with my mental health. I love you guys. Hold on, that's not the right. Uh, yes, I did. The wrong, that's the wrong oh. message. Hold on. Uh, that's not <laughs> wrong. Very, very much. Hold and on. I am from an OG listener. I love you guys. Thank you. Mwah. All right, that's not the right message. This is the message. This is the most important message you're ever going to hear. Sweet difference, guys. Uh, this message is kind of a two-parter. Uh, so my wife just had a baby. We were in the hospital uh, over New Year's, and they give her food as the mom. They don't give me food. Which, I mean, it's probably better because that hospital food is crap anyways. But uh, I left, went to Burger King. It's good dad right there. Right away, <laughs> right out of the gate. <laughs> Kids, Brent, Brent, new, new Katie baby. did that too. New she brought is... like gourmet stuff that I couldn't even eat because I was like on fluids and couldn't eat any. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing and I still hear about it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it sucks. Uh, it was my it was my wife's favorite burrito place. Yeah, and I didn't know she wasn't allowed to eat it, so I was like eating in front of it. She was like eating ice chips. I yeah. know. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. I postmated Roscoe's to the Whoa. hospital for the first meal after the birth, and because I, I like Roscoe's, my wife likes Roscoe's. We used to go there a lot after we go out drinking. It like that was my way of you know seducing her with chicken and waffles, and. Um, they brought it like three hours, or you know, I didn't know how long the labor was going to be. So they said uh, you're going to start pushing soon or something. So I was like, great, let me get the Rosco. Let me do my part. We'll get the Roscos here. And the so Ros- she's like starting to push, and you're doing an online delivery. Uh, no, she's when she starts pushing, I'm already at that point eating my Carol C special because <laughs> the 
It came it, it too ta- fast. The Roscoe's came like very, you. very quickly. Thank you. <laughs> and that it's such a celebration. Yeah, yeah. And she's looking over, eating ice chips or whatever, and yelling. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, they brought a lot. You're of like, good, well, you got to eat it while it's hot, though. You can't. That's right. weird I, I, if it's true. Like I explained it to her. I said, I'm not gonna let it sog out on me. So ordered some double cheeseburgers, and what happened? There is two slices of cheese on the double cheeseburgers now. Hallelujah. Now, if you remember oh, this guy, yeah. this guy uh, brought us, we, we we don't get behind a lot of causes, but this is a cause we got behind. This guy contacted us many months ago and said that uh, there was a conspiracy going on. The, the double cheeseburger at Burger King specifically was being misnamed because there was two burgers, but there was only one cheese. There was only right. one cheese in between so the he, two patties. Right. He I said it should be called a double burger with cheese, not a double cheeseburger. It's, it's, and we said he's absolutely right. So we uh, got behind this cause. I don't know how we did, but we did, Allie, and listen to what he said. Praise, uh, I don't know, praise Pine and Allie, because I, uh, I think we made something happen here. Uh, and also, so my wife had a baby, uh, baby boy, very healthy, very strong, uh, very handsome, huge dong, and uh, oh. we named him Dominic. <laughs> Yeah. What? And everybody comments on how it's such a great name. <gasps> he took the name that no Allie was going to name her kid. Dongmanic? Do- no, Dong- <laughs> Dongmanic. Whoa, that is cool. That's a great name. You're a baby with a big dog. Dong- no, it's Dominic. It's the best name. It's a strong name, and this kid is going to be doing big things in the future. And yeah, uh, baby Dominic, born on uh, December 29th. Congratulations. Wow, congratulations. Double Deuce is not loose. Thank you. Wow. Appreciate the call. Happy. Uh, it's always, uh, always nice when uh, listeners. Uh, to the show Procreate and make new listeners. That's always cool. And congratulations on Baby Dom. That was a great name. Allie had well, it. Well, he probably looks like a Dominic. My kid, I planned on Dominic. Yeah. He didn't look like a Dominic. But we're all missing the most important part here is that we've now figured out a way. We've convinced yeah. the people at uh, Burger King to really give mm-hmm. the people what they think they're getting. Which Add is that damn cheese. The double slice of cheese. And if we accomplish nothing else here, and I heard now that woman called about mental health and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the, I want to be known as the show that was able to convince Burger King to put the extra slice of cheese back on the double cheese. You're right. Otherwise, the ratio's off. I've had that Whopper song stuck in my head for like a week now. Which one is that? A Whopper, 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 Whopper. However it goes, like Junior Whopper something, Whopper. Oh, yes. I've heard that commercial because they play it over and over again. Dude, I was singing it in the shower this morning. But is it working working to get you? BK, have it your way. way. Is it working to help you get the the Burger King though or no? Like are you actually going to go in and get it or just do you like the song? No, I hate Burger King. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a good song. August, you're on the air. What's up? Oh, I was just calling to see if the Postmaster General and Klein wanted to fly to Vegas with me and maybe hit up the Bellagio Buffet or something. Do you have a? Uh, do you have your own plane or something? Are you a pilot? No, I just am a fan of Vegas. Okay. Uh, yes, <laughs> hold on. Like a fan uh, of Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, now, great. would you pay for their tickets? I was about to get into a plane I and let... I them. I was literally about to let that guy fly me to Vegas. If he had said he's a pilot, <laughs> yeah, I was going to go... Yeah, Vegas. Hold, hold on. Are you, uh, are, you offering to, are you funding this operation, August, or how would that work? We all pay our own way? I, I'll pay for the flight, and you pay for the Bellagio buffet. No, I don't know about that. I think hey, how much drinking has August been doing this morning? I think that guy has never left Vegas. You know, he's never been to Vegas, uh, not even once in their entire life, is uh, Postmaster Johnny. Now, I get it. Postmaster Johnny's 22 or something like that. He's, yeah, 20, he's just out of college. But he's never been outside of Southern California. Except for the time he went to San Diego. Which, which he, he thought was out of the state. Out of the state. He was very excited about the time he did go to San Diego. And we said, oh, you mean like Tijuana, San Diego? He's like, oh, no, where's that? And we're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because the more we learn about Postmaster Johnny, the more we learn he's never done. And 
you know, as you enter this new year, maybe you've got a bunch of things you want to do this year. Like, this is the year I'm going to take that whatever international trip. This guy's just hoping to, like, get out of the state for five minutes. He just no, wants yeah. to. I mean, he was like, I really want to travel this year. Like, I'm thinking, you know, Sacramento. Yeah. And we were like, what? <laughs> why would you? Yeah. If you're going to travel, don't go there. Yeah, that was his first take. Uh, why don't you bring him in here? Because the thing we learned yesterday is kind of surprising. The latest thing we learned about our, our friend Postmaster Johnny. Uh, What's up, Postmaster Johnny? Hi, Johnny. You know, it all started when we learned that you didn't know how sending a letter in the mail worked, and we're like, all right, that's acceptable. Young kid, uh, email's better anyway. He doesn't need to know how the post office works. That's fine. And then we learned you never left the state, never been on an airplane before. Yeah. And then yesterday you dropped something on all of us, which I think was surprising for every... I don't even know if Omar's aware of this yet. I'm not. Postmaster Johnny. We're talking (laughs) about the rain, I guess. And, and I don't we're know talking how, about the snowpack. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it got brought up. Snowpack got brought up. And Postmaster Johnny turns and says, guys, I've heard of it before, but uh, what is snow like? Oh, yeah. I've never oh, been yeah. to the snow. Never yeah. met the snow. Oh. His quote was, I've never met the snow. <laughs> but you did say, what was your closest, ex- uh, closest experience? Uh, I went San to Diego. A, no. <laughs> I went to a birthday party when I was like, eight or nine and there was like snow in a generator in the front yard and so they had like they're blowing the ice and there was like oh, cheese yeah. in there too because it made it more soft and there it was, was cheese in it yeah cheese? some guy was oh, like, i want that yeah, that sounds amazing that yeah amazing. How, how do you get a front long cheese generator that's a great birthday party dude it's just a bunch of waiters from the olive garden with that machine yeah. just parmesan <laughs> snow in it so you've never uh, never experienced snow in your whole life no, I've never gone to snow. You know, you could, like, get in the car. I mean, you could go be, be at Big Bear in two hours. You, I mean, not even. You, you, you could can go be, like, La Crescenta in, like, 30 minutes. There's yeah. snow up there. Do you yeah. have any interest yeah. in snow, or is it just, like. <laughs> well, I mean, it's snow. I mean, Are you I, snow curious? <laughs> when I went to the snow for that birthday party, I did it for, like, <laughs> 10 minutes, and then, like, I got cold, and my hands were wet and frozen. Yeah, and that's snow for you. And my clothes got all wet, and I was just like, bro, this mm-hmm. sucks. Like, How do you think people get to work when it's snowing out? You stay home. You ain't going to work. So you can't even leave, you're saying? Well, like, what's the point? Because, like, if I, like, why? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to work, like, why? Mm-hmm. It's snowing. You can't get there. So the concept of, like, a snow, do you know what, like, a snowball fight is or building a snowman? Yeah, yeah. You've I, seen all that I've in seen movies. El- I've seen Elf. Yeah, yeah, They oh. have the, he's, <laughs> bro, he's got right. a cannon on him. Right. Okay. <laughs> but you've never experienced, never lived that life. No, and it looks god-awful. Like, I would never go do right. that. Like, Jeremy Renner's snowplow accident. You just have no idea how any of that he should have never been in the snow. I don't know right. what he's doing no. in the snow, dude. I'm sure he he agrees with you now. There. Go to the beach. You know, it's interesting because there's all these things that they say that every human should experience at least once in their lifetime. And these are like the things that, you know, uh, Ali, some of these are things you've done like I would never do. Like they say everyone should jump threesome. out of it. Threesome. Threesome's, threesome's on there. Everyone should do a threesome at one point. Butt stuff. Uh, butt stuff's not on this list I have here. That's a pass. Don't knock until you try it. But it it says things like... I did fake butt stuff at a party once. uh, (laughs) It was mostly cheese. (laughs) They they say things like, uh, you know, everyone should go international at least one time. Experience something international. Of course, because it's your chance to experience a different country, a different way of life, learn a new culture. I think that's so important to inform Mm. how you live your life. Uh, And and Postmaster Johnny's done none of these things. Now, he's young, he's got some time, but, like, I wonder how many of these things... for, it says see a Broadway show. 
Pass. Uh, Excuse yeah. me. Uh, that is an incredible <laughs> experience that you'll never forget. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah, Ali's right. I went on some bogus uh, Broadway show, and I was just like, I was really impressed. Yeah. Oh, you were? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you refer to it oh, as that's a, a great did one? Did you refer to it as the bogus Broadway show? <laughs> I as did. You were at it, or? that's right. Uh, I did. Ali's performances. Here's something on, I found on number four on the list. Now, this is something I can't say I've ever done. I think Postmaster Johnny has done this. Masters, master an instrument, learn an instrument, learn to play an instrument, and actually do it. Oh yeah, I could play guitar. See, this guy's I actually, I think, a decent guitar player. Taught mm-hmm. himself on yeah. uh, on the YouTube yeah, show. Yeah, so Is medieval times on that list. Uh, medieval times not on the list. Grow. I really want to totally do, do that. That is a bucket yeah. list item, Omar. Uh, grow mm-hmm. or catch your own meal. Is something that everyone should experience at least one wow. time in their life. Yeah, have you ever gone fishing, Johnny? No, but I go to Costco, though, and they have, like, the samples out there that are, like, really good. But that's what I mean. Same thing as fishing. Same exact thing. You know what they say? You could uh, teach a man, give a man a Costco yeah. membership, or yeah. teach a man to sample a Costco. Uh, they say going to a live sporting event is something everyone should do at least once in their lifetime. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, right? Even You've if you hate that? sports, I think For you sure. would enjoy it. Like, my mom recently went to an NFL game in person. She'd never done it before in her life, and now she goes every week. She loves it. Uh, I never been. Pass to, on that one. I never really? been. I never oh, been yeah. to. We went to SoFi Stadium and we did that sports challenge. That was my first time going to an actual football game, and the first time I went, I went on the field. Yeah, but there was no one there. Yeah. There's no game. You got to watch. You got to watch Jake the Nerd try to kick a ball. That's <laughs> yeah, all that you got to watch. Watch me pull my hamstring. That was better than the Rams, actually. Though <laughs> uh, it was better than the Rams. Good, good burn right there. Uh, it says it, it, go to at least one black tie event in your life. What Experience is that? a black. Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> What's a what, black? What do you think a black Wait, tie is? I don't think I've ever is? done that. Really? Omar, you, I feel like yeah, you do it. Not a black tie. Oh, Actually, Omar. I don't think I have either. Omar, no, not a black tie. A black tie, we're talking tuxedo, and you're going to be you know, dressed to the nines, and what, you're going to have like what, like a seven-course dinner or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done that. Seven courses? What do you yeah. believe a black tie affair is, a Postmaster Johnny? It's like a James Bond kind of like yeah. meeting or something, like a dinner, right? Ride, gotta... ride in a limousine at least once in your lifetime. Uh, overrated. Those like Nobody rides limousines anymore. It's all about those huge Mercedes Sprinter vans. Yeah. Only like, like party buses. And yeah, stuff. like assholes driving limousines now. Like you don't need or quinceaneras. But like other than that, you don't need, you <laughs> assholes and quinceaneras. <laughs> great name for a limousine company. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, what's so chauffeur service to you? It's assholes and quinceaneras. Uh, it's uh, now once again. This is something that pay a stranger's bill. Nah. At a restaurant, pick up a tab for a wow. complete stranger. Anyone ever do that? The, I mean, look at why are you looking at me? I got lucky. No, I've never done that. <laughs> I, I know the answer is no. <laughs> uh, have no, you but ever I done think, that? You know, I haven't done that, but I think I picked up somebody's groceries once. It uh, was uh, accidental or were on holding, purpose. Did, no, no, on purpose because they were holding me up in line, and they were they were going to go to the ATM. I was like, dude, I'll just cover it. It was it, was, it wasn't that much. It was like twenty five bucks. Huh, uh, that's r- nice. Ride an elephant um, alley. Thirty six on the list. No, you can't do that. I you know. can't. Oh, it's not good for the elephants. No, it's not good for the elephants. Oh, this elephant. list is not. It. It's awesome. This <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so that's it. it is. It's great. I went to an elephant sanctuary where you get to pet them and feed them hay and stuff. Stay up for forty-eight hours at least one time to see what it's like. What? Stay up for forty-eight that's easy hours. Easy peasy. Yeah, baby. I feel like that's nothing. That's like that yeah. was like Omar. Everybody did that in college. In to- that was like the entire nineties for Omar. Yeah, exactly. I've never stayed <laughs> up for that long. Uh, then there's a bunch of other stuff like uh, you know, uh, quit a job, get fired from all these life. Experiences experiences you should have at some point in your life to okay. feel what it feels quit like. Quit a job, Johnny. Don't do that one. I've done. I've worked about like eight or nine jobs. He quit his last like job 18. to come here. He quit his job. Yeah. He was working at some chiropractor I office. I was working at a chiropractic office, and we were listening to the songs that we play on the station, and literally, I got the job here, and then all of a sudden, I was just like, wow, this is like, <laughs> it blew my mind. It was like, 
it was sick. Like I was like, wow. But so, like, it's yeah. way better. So here's the deal. Well said. In 2023, remember this. Postmaster Johnny is looking to do some international travel. Mm-hmm. He's looking to do some yeah. local travel. He's looking to see snow for the very first time. Well, did we really pass up that offer from August to go fly to Vegas with hookers and stuff? Uh, he didn't mention oh, you want to do that? Any of those things. Well, I mean, I hate Vegas. I hate casinos and I hate the whole You've never been to I've Vegas. Been. How would you I've, know been to, you... I've been to Chumash in, August, in Santa Barbara, that one casino place. That's so oh, it's not the same. That's not the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> if that's what you're Chumash. basing everything on, oh, <laughs> it was disgusting. You that's, need to go to Vegas, yeah, my friend. Yeah, oh. that's not Vegas. We're busy walking around the streets showing people pictures of us to decide if we look like killers or not. The situation. Let me just put this, make this very clear. Uh, that happened in Idaho, which we have not spent a lot of time talking about, is uh, super tragic for so many reasons. I lived, you know, if you went to college, you probably at some point lived in one of those like off-campus houses where mm-hmm. there was like way too many of you in a tiny little house. And some people were upstairs, some people were downstairs. It's funny when I first saw the the place uh, where the murders took place. I li- the place almost every place I lived at in college looked, looked exa- like that. exactly totally. like that place, yep. and it was a similar setup too. Where like I was on one floor with four guys, and we had five other friends upstairs, and and that's just how how it always was. So the concept of uh, someone coming in and killing people while they are sleeping middle of the night, a uh, tragic, terrible situation. Feel for it. Uh, feel for all right, of and the, the other victims' families, people who were there when it was happening and, and thankfully then we, didn't we, get killed. Right. I mean, just a horrible situation. But then we all get obsessed by this story because they, they can't find the person. Then they finally do find the person and immediately his picture goes everywhere. And every single person had the same exact reaction when they saw this guy's picture. They go, that guy looks like a killer. And that's what we're talking about is uh, what does that mean exactly? Looks to, like a killer. To, to, quote, looks like a killer. Is it all in the eyes? Is it just some kind of a vibe that they're giving off? And who's to say any of us don't put off any kind of vibe like that as well? uh, My theory is he wouldn't look like a killer if you saw him working at Trader Joe's. You would say, there's a guy working at Trader Joe's. But once you hear he's a killer, then you see him, you go, yeah, that guy looks like a killer. And that's why we wanted to do the social experiment where Beerbug went out into the streets with all of our pictures. My picture, this guy's picture, uh, this uh, terrible killer who's now going to spend the rest of his life in prison uh, eating vegetarian food. Maybe that's his punishment, Allie. Maybe he didn't request that. <laughs> vegan no, food. he's like one of those vegans who like, I want my own pots and pans. Oh, got and, it. and they uh, were like, screw you. Smash him in the head with those. Yeah. Uh, they've got Allie's picture, Omar's picture, and Jake's picture. And uh, we put all these pictures up, but you can see him at Klein Alley Show on the socials. Mugs went into the streets to see if people are really able to identify what a killer looks like just on looks alone. So and he... Shared mug shots. He sh- it's mug shots. That's a good name. Would have been a good name for the segment had we thought of it sooner, but we didn't. So <laughs> uh, it's uh, I'm number one. This guy, the actual killer, uh, uh, terrible person, is number two. Ali's number three. Omar's number four, and Jake the nerd is number five. Now, the first person we showed these two said this about Ali. Who's a serial killer? Who most looks like a serial killer? Three. Three. Why three? Because she just looks crazy. So that's just one guy. He picked Allie. So if you're keeping track of the votes at home, Allie's got one vote. Uh, This is just regular people looking at pictures. Can you determine who a killer is just based on picture alone, which everyone seems to be able to do after the fact with this guy from uh, uh, the situation on the college town in uh, Idaho. So here we go. This is uh, the first person, second person that Muggs went up to. I'm here with? Brittany. Brittany, out of this lineup, one, two, three, four, or five, who most looks like a serial killer? Oh my gosh. Uh, three. Why three? What the hell? Now, once again, that's, that's me a, again. That's Allie yet again. That's the second one in a row for Allie. Why three? It's a girl. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. What, what, what crime do you think she committed? She killed her boyfriend <laughs> because he was cheating on her, but he wasn't really because she's crazy. Okay. 
So this is oh, another God. person now that has looked at your picture and decided that you are definitely a killer okay. and that the crime you committed was killing your boyfriend. Okay, so I'm, I... She's made you... The second person's made you a straight killer. Number one, uh, the fact that my picture was taken and I didn't know what it was for. <laughs> I didn't know that I needed to be in better lighting and yeah. look less serial killery. You gotta look at the pictures. They're all I blame your face. That, I blame you, Mugs. That's how you're like, hey, like, let me snap a pic. And I'm like, all right, fine. And then, is, boom, you're asking about if I look like a killer. This is one of your best pictures. I'm not kidding. <laughs> She's got, like, dark circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one of the best pictures. Excuse me, those are always there. You oh. can see the uh, pictures that we went out into the streets with there at Klein Alley Show on the socials. Here we go. She just looks crazy. Yeah. In that picture. Girls so, are just crazy. Final answer, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, she's my coworker. <laughs> And number two is actually the real serial killer. Oh, well, she's a girl. Girls are always the craziest. He does, she doesn't even want to Still, listen to Mugs. Still after Mugs said no, I it's number two. I wouldn't want her on the jury. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is the actual killer. And she's like, I'm still going to no, go for I'm gonna it. No, I'm going to go with that girl. <laughs> All right, moving on. So that's two votes, Al. We go to the next person now. I'm Lauren. Lauren, out of this lineup, one, two, three, four, and five, who most looks like that the killer? That is so tough. Between three and five is Between mine. Three and five. Okay. So Once again, now that she's narrowed it down to Jesus. Allie and Jake. Okay. She's narrowed it down to and just Allie and Jake. Why would you not Jake. pick Jake? Jake literally has been growing out his beard. He looks like the Unabomber he right does. now. Jake, if I'm, look, if I'm looking at these completely as a guy that knows nothing and doesn't work with you, I pick Jake 10 times out yes, of 10. This the guy, guy looks crazy. like he's been living in the mountains and he has bodies in his trunk. This guy looks like a killer that would have to wear one of those face masks so he doesn't eat people, try to bite the guards. Totally. That's what Jake Allie looks like. Allie has dead dog. Yeah, Allie does also look like a killer. Let's not deny that. I mean, Allie's winning this thing uh, runaway right and now. Three and someone for no, okay, it's not so ironic why? because my wife is cheating on me. <laughs> yeah. She's it not is. cheating. It is ironic. And I'm not going to kill anybody. Uh, once again, this is a picture of the terrible guy, the heinous murderer from Idaho and all of us. And I'm just shocked based on this picture of me that no one has picked me yet. But here we go. This is one we going to explain why Allie, she believes, is the killer. Three and five. Okay, uh -huh. so why why do you think three is first and then we'll go to five? Three because women are dangerous. Oh you never freaking know. Right. And then why five? Five, you just looks very suspicious, you know? Like out of all the looks, I swear. But What do you, what do you think, uh, number three, what do you think her crime was? Mm, how to do something with a man. <laughs> how to do something with a man. Number five, I don't know. Looks like not a robbery. Something like he just... Wasn't feeling it that day. Maybe he was high on something. Yeah. Something happened. I'm going to go with three. Okay. For three, sure. Three's the killer. But she still picked you over, Jay. damn it. Alex, guys, we got to turn in Allie, guys. Allie, we got to be proactive here. Me. This is pro. You're right. If you see something, say something. Allie yeah, that's right. Clearly something. I'm a person, not a thing. <laughs> Allie, is, Allie is something for sure, okay? Final answer. All right. All right. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm oh here with. Were well, you flirting with this woman, Mugs? Jeez, she was flirting a, with me. What I a guess. flirty By way. the way, I will say I know Beer Mug. Your picture's not on here. Yeah. You have the opposite of a serial killer face. What do I have? You just have a face that looks like a really nice guy who wants to hang out with people and just you know just like that lovable puppy. Yeah, you have a face like, hey. of someone that needs to be killed. <laughs> Klein, did you know that in addition to being a blood hero, because I am a universal donor, I am now an actual hero, and I can save your life in an emergency. Stop! I haven't even gotten through my thing yet. Where did the booing crowd come I, from? I don't know how we got my that brain. so quickly. Is this because of that, um, what is that dumb thing I've you've been, been doing? I've been taking a survival course. Okay. A wilderness survival course. 
I got I got this uh, present for Christmas. I got a, a, a subscription to Masterclass. You can learn all kinds of different things. And I decided to take a wilderness survival class so go that I can away, learn. Coyote! No, you're not going to be yelling, go away, coyote. You're going to want to stay with me because I now know how to build a shelter. I know how to make a fire with literally nothing around me, even in a storm like situation. This, by the way. Okay. Zero chance. I'd like to see Ali survive on La Brea for 24 hours. Yeah. I know how to scout <laughs> if I get lost on a hiking trail. Mm-hmm. I know how to signal for help using a mirror to is, a plane. Is this because you? Uh, is this? Is <laughs> I know this, how to blind a pilot. Is, awesome. Is, is this, I'm signaling. Because you got stranded. Two different things happened. One time you almost got eaten by a family of coyotes, but then the other time no, you had I was to get, walking somebody's dog in a canyon. And Right. You had to get saved by the guy in the van, Vanny, uh, Vinny in the van. That way I just ran out of gas. Right. Okay. So. But now I know to carry my emergency survival kit with me and I will. No one does. Well, you know what? I'm going to. And let me tell you, there are certain situations where you wish you had my knowledge. Listen, like I pulled some clips just so I could educate all of you Mm -hmm. on how to survive out in the wilderness. Here's just one thing. I I would never find myself in the wilderness. As a guy with two buttholes, you should hear this. So if you got to go number two and you don't have toilet paper. There are many things you can use. You just need to be a little more gentle. Okay. What do you think Who you should Who is that? Use? That's my instructor. That is your instructor? Yeah. She's a Navy SEAL, and she taught the um, like the survival and escape courses to all the Navy SEALs so that they know how to survive in a situation if they get lost across enemy lines. Sounds like a wacky morning radio uh, sidekick right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's... I mean, she kind of looks like me. Anyway... What do you do if you have to poop in the woods and there is no toilet paper available? Because if you use the wrong thing, you could die. I think you got to find a stream and you bidet it. Yeah. You bidet it over a stream. Is that the unanimous answer? That's what I've done. Uh, I think, yeah, that's probably what the best (laughs) way to do. You definitely don't want to grab leaves because, you know, it could be poison oak or whatever. So you're going to get a pine cone up there. That's, Pine that's cone very up there, sharp. Definitely Corked not it. the right answer. Yeah, because you're not it. sure what they're gonna do, right? So snow is great. It's the frozen bidet. It's fantastic. Oh. So that works really well as long as it doesn't have too many crystals in it, because that can cut some sensitive tissue. So oh, you just kind of dab. Be a little gentle with yourself. Uh-huh. Um, there's woolly mullen. Be careful what kind of leaves you use, though, because if you don't know what it is, you can cause more problems, right, than happiness. You don't want to use poison ivy. You're right, Klein. I knew it. That's the obvious And I can one. use smooth rocks or sticks and kind of roll that across the back. And There you go. Smooth rocks or sticks. Or sticks. Forget that noise. Okay. Then in That's the... for uh, cleaning up after you go number two in the wilderness? Yeah, but you also have to clean up after yourself in the in the woods. Throw those in the hole that I did my duty in because you're never going to do a surface dig. You're never going to go poo on top of the surface. You're always going to dig a hole and keep it away from water, right? We don't want to contaminate our water sources. So making sure you're a few hundred feet away from water and always going uphill to go to the bathroom. That's I would be bedaying so myself you... in a stream while I drank the water. Yeah, but then the someone maybe 100 feet down is using that creek to fill their water bottle. And or or they're gonna filter their water yeah, with iodine pills, funny, and funny. they're gonna drink your poo. Should have had a better plan. Now, if you are stranded out in the wilderness, what's the first thing you should do to find food? Uh, Postmates. <laughs> no, you don't have Postmates. This is emergency situation. You're stranded. Oh, uh, DoorDash. No, you can't do any of those things. You don't have a phone. Uber Eats. That's what those, I was gonna no, say. No, you can't Uber or DoorDash anything. Grubhub. Okay, you've made your joke. What's Dominus? your actual... God damn it. <laughs> Which one and if you're right? hungry, another great thing to do is insects. So we've got a Incest. few examples here to Incest. Incest. No wonder Ellie likes yeah, it. No, no wonder Ellie. Insects. Insects. What is she saying? She's saying that you definitely want to go for hunt, for gathering 
fruits and berries and insects rather than hunting because hunting takes way more energy and you're just going to exhaust yourself. Who gave this you is this? all garbage who, for L- yeah, L.A., by the yeah, way. Yeah, who gave you this terrible uh, gift for, for Christmas? My stepdad. Okay. He doesn't love you. No, he he does. <laughs> I learned a lot. What? I Insects love this class. I also know how to tie a bunch of rope knots yeah, now. Yeah, this is not useful. This is useful maybe if you get stranded in like a flyover state. It's not okay. useful for around here. It is. Hey, by the way, did he just give you like the master class and you had to choose this one? Or did he have like other choices? No, there's thousands of classes. Did you pick this one? Yes. Hmm. Do you feel like you learned? There was also skateboarding with Tony Hawk. There was like yeah, a bunch of different things. And you didn't choose that one? <laughs> yeah, why would you not have chose that? I can cho- choose more than one. I'm going to do another class later this week. I'm going to take one a week. That's my promise. You should do whatever you, whatever class you take immediately the following week, you should put yourself in that situation and see how it applies to your life. Well, so like, it's funny because I actually did that. What, what does that mean? Well, we went on a day hike the, uh, over the weekend. And, and you had incest? And I slept with my sister. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I decided to do the plant test. So one thing that you can do is you can test a plant to see if it's edible by doing an edibility test. And the first thing you do is I took these red berries and I rubbed them on my lips. You rub them on your lips. And mm-hmm. then if, you, if you're fine after that, you take a teaspoon of it and you chew it for five minutes and you spit out everything that you're chewing for five minutes. After five minutes, you can swallow it. And then you wait eight hours to see if you what crap yourself. That? Forget oh that noise. That, that is unbelievable. Yeah, call Postmates. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, we gave you the option, Allie. <laughs> Guys, if there's an apocalypse, I know which plants are edible and which one is not. And let me tell you, the one that yeah, I Yeah, you're going to wait around eight hours. Eight you hours. have to wait eight hours. And then you have to eat more of it and wait another eight hours. It takes 16 uh, oh hours. She died God. of starvation with a handful of berries, <laughs> waiting to see if they were poisonous yeah, or not. It's a terrible well, plan. Turns I'd, out that she should have used Postmates, like I'd, she was told by right. her coworkers. I did crap a lot yesterday. Okay. So that one's no. <laughs> right in the stream. <laughs> the question I have right now, because you will actually help me potentially solve an argument at home, is the concept of when is when is clothing officially dirty versus you can rewear it because the amount of laundry that gets done at my place is really insane. And I don't really I'm not like a New Year's resolution guy by any stretch of the imagination. But I would like to like limit like. Do you co- think you do laundry every day? Do I do laundry every day? Multiple loads. What? Every day. What? Oh yeah, it's co- that I, is a horrible existence. It's terrible. It's a terrible. It, I've never. I don't think I've ever been in my place where I have not. And you know, I know this. Well, there's not like the process of laundry. Something's being done? happening. Oh, I always hear some. No. There's always a dryer or a wall. It's and I get, I get two young kids and this and that. But even then, it, no. it's not. I have two young kids and we do laundry two uh, two days out of the week. Okay, so here's the question then, Omar. Do you believe, because I'm, I, I wrote this down just to remember. This is my wife's theory versus mine. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit, and she thinks I'm kind of a slob, and I... I don't think you're a slob, Thank though. you, Allie. I That's don't. the nicest thing I you've ever said. No, wouldn't... he's not a slob. He's just very messy. I am. Yeah. yeah. Difference. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Omar. You're right. There is a difference, I am, Omar. I am messy, and you're I'm not... You're not like a smelly, gross person. Right. No, thank no. you. You just thank look you. like it Right. Sometimes. Pull that clip <laughs> of Allie saying that. I am sloppy, but I'm not a slob. You're unorganized, I'm... and you're a mess a lot of the time. I'm a mess. My life is a mess. Yeah. But, like this sweatshirt right now. But you put on deodorant, and you, you uh, know. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. well, I'm not, I don't want to be... Hey, st- are, I don't, no one wants to be the stinky person. Are you wearing underwear these days? Or? I am back to wearing underwear again. But okay, okay. That makes a difference. Here's my theory on the underwear, though, is that for guys, because I'm going to tell you something right now. I did. I counted my wife's underwear that she goes through in a day. In a day? She goes through in a day? What are you talking about? Listen to this. 
Oh, I'll go through a couple pairs in a day. How many, how many do you go through in one day? And I, cause I, it I, depends if I've worked out or not. Okay. Here, let me tell you my wife's. She sleeps in a pair of sleep underwear. The special underwear for sleep. Sleep. <laughs> is, it a, is it a chastity belt? They have a, pa- <laughs> they have a padlock on them. Do not enter yeah. with a shocked barbed wire. Yeah. So there's that, right? Then there's... Uh, then, okay, so she wakes up in that pair. That's, that's technically pair number one of the day. Then she puts on work underwear that she wears just for working out. Workout underwear. Uh-huh. That's pair number two. And that's just for the workout. Just you for the workout. You have to get rid of those The second the workout out. ends, those are gone. Yeah. And she's on mm-hmm. to pair number three. Now, pair number three is her day underwear, which mm-hmm. she wears during the day. I don't know what it is. Sometimes it maybe it's a thong. Sometimes it's uh, it's probably a thong, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you don't know any other underwear. Then, no, no, I do know because- Does it, she rock at, them panty lines She does not rock them panty lines. Well, you know what she does, but it's at, at the end of the day, whenever she decides she's going to switch into sweatpants, she uh-huh. has her comfy underwear, which apparently yep. are different than her daily underwear. Mm-hmm. She switches to comfy underwear, which she then wears- until, Up until the, oh, see that you know uh, until, uh, that would be my pair all the way through sleeping and the next morning. But she changes again yeah, for because, a nighttime pair. Well, because then there would be a shower or bath involved in the night, oh. and then after that, she takes a bath every night. Gosh, oh yeah, she has a great life. And then after the bath, do you serve her grapes in the <laughs> bath, or do you just put them on a plate next to her? I am like the lifeguard of the bath. I sit on the side and make sure and blow a whistle. Yeah, and I say, "All right, yeah. uh, too much fun in there." <laughs> and then she, and then after the bath, she puts on her sleep underwear again. So I, I counted five pairs a day. She's Damn, going through. Crazy. Uh, so much work. I, I would do two max three, depending on the amount of showers. If you've showered, then you got to reset the the panty clock. You do? You're, yeah, I'm not going to put on a pair that I've already put on once I've showered. But it, I do think yeah, it's different I for agree. men versus women. If you're wearing just boxers, yeah. everything's just jostling around that's in there. I, I don't think necessarily that's a... And I, you got to do the smell test, really. Okay, thank you. See, I explained to her, everything is based on smell slash... The sniff slash stain. T- if there's a stain on... If you got ketchup on something, even if you only wore it once... 30 seconds. 30 seconds, you got to change it, right? You can't walk around, unless you're a toddler, you can't, it's not socially acceptable to walk around with ketchup and stains oh, all no. over if your clothes. if you're clothing. home, you don't have to change. Well, if you're home, fine. But like I'm saying, if you're out and about, <laughs> what? right? No, if you're home, that's when you definitely change, because you can have like a shirt right there. No, especially with the baby I have now, if right. I have something on my shirt, it's every- like within 30 seconds. I'm not changing my shirt every five yeah, minutes. Everyone's got, there's always these like, right, tangents like, to the rules. this shirt has been soiled, let's just but soil But for more. the most part, I don't think women do the sniff test in the same way guys do when it comes to like putting on a t-shirt or putting on a pair of underwear like i think it's a quick pickup all right that's good yeah and then you go i still i do that but do you wear the same pair of pajamas pajamas multiple days my six or pajamas yeah sweatpants like sleep shorts or whatever what are you talking about sleep uh sleep in the nude you still sleeping? You're still doing that? You're well, not supposed to do that, dude. I, You're getting crap all over your I know. Your, I, just uh, heard this, uh, I just heard this guy on TikTok. This is a guy, that exp- a doctor, that explains why no one should sleep naked, which actually kind of blew This is why you should never sleep in the nude. The average person passes gas 15 to 25 times a day, and this can happen while you're sleeping. And a scientific study proved that every time you pass gas, you are spraying a tiny amount of fecal material. This is true even if it's not a real shark. And that same study <laughs> showed that your tidy whities will catch all of these particles. So for the sake of your bed partner, please sleep with your underwear on.
That kind of is a slogan right no there. No wonder she has a chastity <laughs> belt. So now you understand why she has a chastity <laughs> belt. Uh, no, I actually, I, I was sleeping nude, and then she required me to wear uh, underwear in bed. And now I do so wear. So you just wear underwear. I do, but sometimes I kind of like, during the night, if I get sweaty, I just pull it down by my so ankles. So I, I do pajamas, but then I wear them for two to three nights with smell tests. Before I dispose and set and do a fresh. Well, set. text line overwhelmingly says jeans never have to be washed. Doesn't matter how dirty they get, you can wear them forever. They just get better with age. I I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, and uh, someone says as long as you're wearing whatever layer of clothing touches the skin, that's the layer that needs to be washed. But everything on top no. of that, you can wear over and over again with no washing. Interesting theory from eight one eight. I don't disagree with that either. Someone said, if you work out in something, even if it's one of those like fake workouts where you just kind of walk around the gym and wave to people, that's technically dirty. But no. if you do, but if you like go to a movie and something, you can wear it over and over again because you're not you're not sweating at all. Well, eight one eight put up um, made a good point about how closely the the clothes are on your skin. Like if they're spandex or if they're yoga pants or if there's something that's like all up in your. As opposed to baggy pants? Yeah. Interesting theory, too. Because if they're right up in your crotch, yeah, you should wash those more frequently than just a pair of baggy jeans or sweatpants. All right, so the the answer, and Jake, you wear the same tool t-shirt, I feel like, every day. You're kind of like a superhero, but like you just wear the same thing, it feels like, every day. But do you wash that ever or no? Yeah, I wash. I I sweat, like, every day, so I can't wear the same t-shirt. I just have a bunch of tool t-shirts. Oh, got it. So you have a bunch of the same t-shirt? Sorry? You have a bunch of the same shirt, or they're all different tool They're all t-shirts? different. You guys just think they're the same. Well, I guess apparently, according to... The, you guys are disgusting. Thank you for that. That's from the 323. Okay. Meanwhile, 310 says, I think you're saving all that water that we're going to be driving through later. Good job, guys. So there we go. We're doing our job. Doing our part. Well, uh, two and three thinks that you are completely over-laundering, and you're wasting water, yeah, and the, you're hurting the environment. I know. Thank you. I, tell my wife all that, by the way. Five pairs of underwear. If there's women that have more than five hey, pairs of underwear... bring them in that, so we can do the sniff test on your underwear. Oh, uh, thank you, Omar. Yesterday, uh, we found out randomly that against his uh, better wishes, Muggs will be participating in Dry January. will not have a drink this entire month. That's not uh, his goal, but he did go to a bar last night to talk to people and let them know that he was going to be doing Dry, dry January. While I you were drinking an O'Doul's? I don't think the people were that excited to meet him or talk to him about Dry January. Here's just a sampling of some of the people he chatted with. Emily? Emily, how's your 2023 going so far? Uh, you know, every day is a winding road. Jesus. <laughs> you, get, you get to meet a lot. All these people were drinking heavily? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this, was, this was like close to midnight at got this it. point. Got it. All right. Well, she sounds like a real... Cheryl, is that Cheryl Crow, isn't a, it? A real poet every right there. Every day is a winding road. Right. Uh, you know, every day is a winding road. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Are you optimistic this year? I'm always optimistic. So I guess this year uh, is like any other. Uh, what are you, any big expectations, any big plans for 2023? Yeah, um, to eat more toast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She sounds like she's got I a lot. This, this woman. woman's got a lot going for her. She has light figured out. It's my New Year's resolution. Uh, what do you think uh, about dry January? Are you, do you take part? Um, I was going to until I decided to go to All You Can Eat Sushi tonight. <laughs> You can't have sushi without sake, so she makes a good point. I'm not in for it. How much sake did you have? Uh, enough to kill a small cat. So, (laughs) 
that's, wow. This is, <laughs> that's a lot. Everyone knows how much sake that is, right? A lot. What if I, I were to you tell you right it. now? The, pre, the people all t- are t- turned on mugs pretty quickly once he explained to them that he's kind of like a narc. Like he's in the bar now spreading the message of dry January. It did not go over well. What if I were to tell you right now that I am completely sober and participating in dry January 2023? I'd say you're full of sh. And that was how that conversation ended. So then we move on to other drunk people. Uh, this was uh, Muggs at the bar talking to uh, people that were celebrating Dry January. Here's an international person. I am here with... Nairi. Nairi, how is your 2023 going so far? Awesome now. So if they want to f*** with me... Oh, am I allowed to say that? Absolutely. <laughs> if they want to f*** with me, they got to wait in line. People just aggressively just rambling wow. about stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, when the alcohol gets flowing, yeah, it gets a little testy. Yeah. Okay. So this is a uh, mugs explaining uh, to an Australian person about Dry January. Um, have you heard of Dry January? Are you familiar with that term? Yeah, but I'm a drinker. I'm Australian. <laughs> what were you to feel if I were to tell you that I am currently practicing? Dry what a January. crazy question. What were you to feel? Yeah. That- it, you're sober too, so there's really no excuse on this one, huh? What were you to feel? That's just what me. What were you to feel if I were to tell you that I am currently practicing Dry January as we stand here? Well, I love that. Good for you. But I'm gonna drink, and you're welcome. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. She's so the excuses for not participating in Dry January so far are sushi buffet. Yeah, and I'm sushi, Australian. And I'm Australian. I'm yeah. gonna drink. Okay. Well, that that is the second person he chatted with. Yeah. Irie, thank you so much. I love you a lot. Okay, I'm going to kiss you now. Whoa. Whoa. Mugs. Yeah, kind of aggressive. She, yeah, Did she, you do it? She no. kissed you, huh? Why? And then there was this guy. This was you the, don't want to know. This was the <laughs> drunkest person. <laughs> I think we all know. Uh, this is the drunkest person he encountered when spreading the message of Dry January at the bar. Let me ask you, uh, are you familiar with Dry January? January. When, when's January? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This, this must be a great bar. This is my favorite person ever. February, wait. Oh, January is gonna rain. So this was the, the how the conversation started. It was it, probably raining right at that moment. It was. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it only was. Yeah. So this guy thinks dry January is a weather. It's gonna so. rain as he's being. Conversation takes a weird turn. And we're gonna snowboard somehow. I don't know how we're gonna snowboard. I'm trying to get up snowboard, but uh, and then February. February's going to be dry. Well, I don't know if we're actually coming into this year because it takes a year to let it go in the fucking uh, the shit. But, uh, um, yeah, that's not cool because I like jet boats, so we need uh, gas-powered boats. What? Yeah, this took just, such a turn. He just goes, man. So you asked him about just a dry... Just one-word suggestion yeah, is all I need. You said <laughs> dry January. Me. He proceeded to list a few months, and mm-hmm. now he's on the gas-powered boats? Right. Okay. Cool. Go on the lake, and uh, the fishermen are going to be mad. <laughs> Hot boaters are going to be mad. You know? So what do you think of dry January? <laughs> we're going to drink them. We're, we're going to drink, drink a lot of <laughs> And we're going to make it a drinking month. Oh. I think... January, when I'm slow at work, we're going to drink. What do you think about me be currently being on dry January? Um, that's n- unhealthy. <laughs> okay, now this guy knows. It's, he's not happy about it. Yeah. He's it's unhealthy. It's You'll n- go through withdrawal, beer mug. Unhealthy. Right? This is the one guy spreading the message of dry January being unhealthy. So you don't agree with me being on dry January? Nah, I don't like it. Um, how are you getting home? I walk across the street. 
Fair enough. Walk home safe, sir. I love you too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man. Drunk dogs are so real. Everyone's sitting on yeah. beer mugs. Walk home safe. I love you too. What a progression that <laughs> one. I mean, listen to this moment. Walk home safe, sir. I love you too. <laughs> All right. What a beautiful day. Oh, there you go. There Dry are many January. ways to say I love you. And you had no drinks last night? Zero. Okay, good for you. Dry did January. Did you kiss that guy? Yes. <laughs> okay. Of course you did. <laughs> Do you know somebody, perhaps it's your sister, or somebody in your life, your best friend, that one girl in your group of girlfriends that just always has, quote, lucky girl syndrome. Well, they're saying it's something that's especially happening with Gen Z, but I think there's a lucky girl syndrome in every generation. And it's that idea where you think things are going to work out, and then they just do. You're not stressed about, you know, say, waiting in a long line to get you know, a, a drink or to get into a club. You're, you know, not sure if you're going to get a, a, a ticket to a show or something like that because it's selling out really fast. Isn't that just You hot? just have lucky girl syndrome where you just get stuff, you expect to get stuff, and then you just get stuff. Life works out. But isn't that just like being a being a hot chick? You know, we've talked before about people, we've said, like, what are the perks you get for being attractive? We've heard from so many people, and they're like, it's but wild. But I think it goes, be, it's, it's hotness too, Klein, but it's like, it's like a, it's a combination package because you got to have the the confidence and the know it the know it all just to be like it's gonna work out and then it does. It's well, a it's a mind game too. Like what blows my mind is like when I go to the airport in general, I think to myself, got to be there early, got to make, got to have everything ready to go, got to do all this stuff. And my wife kind of like floats into the. I'm not saying she has uh, lucky girl syndrome because she's with me, so obviously it didn't work out for her. <laughs> But, like, she, like, kind of floats to the – she's like, we'll figure it out. Like, we'll make the flight. And if we don't, we'll make another flight or, like, something. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what kind of concept And then for is some that? reason you get to the airport and they're like, we're going to reimburse you for your flight and it's running early. But I do know when you – there are groups of people. I would imagine any group of friends, there is that one friend. I feel like every group has someone in there that has the, quote, l- suffers from lucky girl syndrome in that things just work out. Like, oh, you want – oh – Oh no, we met. I met a guy at whatever. We don't have to. We're, we're we can get right in. Yes. Or whatever it is, and it is. It does seem. Now, does that affect? Is there a male equivalent of that, or is it just something that happens to women? Lucky girl syndrome. I don't think there's an equivalent. There's not a guy equivalent. No, it's, it's just, lucky girl syndrome, where you just you think things are going to work out in life, and then they do. Well, I and you don't worry about life. I can't imagine a luckier girl in the entire world than Allie's sister. I mean, um, and I say we've had her on the show before. She's uh, Allie's hot sister. As you she know. got all the good genes. All in the, the good DNA. genes. And and uh, and every little time when something happens, like she like, quit a job or she or a company that she worked for went away, and like two days later she had three job offers she's waiting for randomly in in industries that she wasn't even proficient in. Hold like on. she had been off- offered a real estate job and she had never even done real estate. Hey, uh, Kate. Yeah. Do you suffer from lucky uh, girl syndrome? I am uh, majorly suffering from it, but I just wanted to explain that it's really not being hot because I'm like not really. Um, like I'm fine, it's whatever, but it is really just being lucky. Like I've never gone on a job interview and not gotten the job. <laughs> like I've never not had a second date with someone like I've just, I'm just lucky. And it just is like an energy. It's like what Allie was saying. I believe everything's going to be okay. 
And so, then bada bing, bada boom. So wait a minute. <laughs> it, it's not like oh, a, such a lucky girl it, phrase. It's not even like a uh, like a manifestation. You just show, you just go around going like everything. With a knowing. Everything will work yeah, out. It's knowing. And, and you yeah. know, like you'll go to a restaurant that doesn't take reservations, and normally it's a two hour wait, and you're like, oh, I'll just go there and, and I'll sit down. So you and, just slip in. I'll just slip in. I'll slip in. I've never used but that like, phrase. But people like you and me, Klein, will be like, no, we shouldn't go to that restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? We're going to be sitting outside waiting for like two hours. Well, I have noticed before when I used to go out and like there was lines outside of clubs and stuff, There, there is a way people carry themselves. Sometimes they are better looking, but sometimes they're not. If you carry yourself with a, I should be in there, I'm going in there, I belong in I'm there, so you kind of get right. in there. And then if you go, if you show have that look of like, oh man, they're gonna, I'm going to be outside all night, then you kind of stand outside all night. It is weird that way. So you are, so you're saying you're living proof that lucky girl syndrome is real. You don't have to be attractive to get it. And you've applied it to Correct. all of your life. Pretty much. Yeah. Professionally, personally. And are your concert tickets? Said, your your like, friends are jealous or they just like being around you because they're like, are they lucky by proxy or they're unlucky and you're lucky? I think they enjoy the lucky by proxy when they're with me. And then, you know, they love me, but I get, some snide remarks, like, oh, well, you just She's know. a bitch! No, I don't think she's ever heard She's that. a lucky bitch! I don't think never heard that. Thank you, Kate. Robert, yes, lucky guy syndrome is real? Yes, it is. Are, are you attractive or no? <laughs> I would like to think so. Uh, okay, well, then I think that, but, changes, yeah. that, that trumps everything. But we'll explain. No, but another person on the text line said, my brother for sure has lucky guy syndrome, and he's not super good looking, but he's charming, and things just work out for him. What, what, is, what about Pete Davidson? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. So it, you got to be charming, positive, optimistic. What's the last, what, when's the, the last time, Robert, the last specific time that lucky guy syndrome played into your life? Uh, well, I was at a concert, and... Uh, it just so happened that I got pulled up to uh, the VIP backstage. God just by it. the way, I uh, introduced myself to the to the bouncer or to the guy who was uh, in, in charge of the security. He just looked at me and gave me a fist pump, and he just opened up the gate. Opened up Unbelievable. The That's wild. What Especially a world. Especially for a guy, too, to be like, come on back, buddy. Did you, inter- yeah. did you introduce yeah, yourself was, and say, was, uh, was, hi, I'm Robert. I suffer from lucky guy syndrome. <laughs> I, 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 gave him a, I gave him a heads up, gave him a fist pump, and told him what was going on. You know, just I was just very optimistic and positive with the guy. He's and, sitting uh, in the wheelchair like, section. Let me move some of these cripples out of the way for you, lucky man. <laughs> This is the time of the week that I look forward to least. Usually, it's K-Rock, it's Klein Alley show, because uh, this is when we bring this box over here. We pick one of our stories out. It is the box of shame, and it's filled with tons of stories of things that have happened in our lives. I feel like every person at least has one. I would say five usually is about the number. Five shameful things that you've done that you remember, that you can recall. Yeah, but then there's always one random person who, like, never does anything bad. Even and then that they person. have more secrets than anything. Yeah, that's the person that usually is the most shameful. These are just fun ones, like got drunk in Vegas and crapped the bed. I mean, a lot of these other ones, the people that live their life, you know, I've never had a drink of alcohol. They're Murder. the ones... Exactly. They're the ones that are doing all the weird stuff. So it's the box of shame, and uh, you know this is when we oftentimes share our shameful stories. But we like to once once in a while open it up to you all because we we shouldn't steal all of the glory. And this is a good chance for you to cleanse your soul before the weekend. And it does feel good to cleanse. Yeah, it does. I mean, look, I'm embarrassed. Most of the things that have come out about us in the box of shame, I'm deeply embarrassed about, and I regret in a huge way. But it doesn't. I don't even want to bring up the last one I did. 
Oh, yeah, that's when Ali faked that her mom had brain yeah, cancer. Said, no, or a, br- a brain oh, yeah. tumor. No, uh, yeah. A brain, brain surgery. Brain. And then made her wear a... a brain a, tumor, and then, then a, a surgery. Wear a rat, and then yeah. she had to wear a fake bandage to go visit to go, Ali at a play. To go see the play. Right. And she had to see the play. Oh. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was really good in that play. Should have wrapped that bandage right over her eyes. <laughs> Missed that whole stupid play. The box. Oh, what's in the box? Of shame. 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 All right. Shame. 800-520-1067 to join us. The interactive box of shame. Cleanse your soul. Uh, Chelsea, do you want to be anonymous or can we call you Chelsea? Uh, anonymous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. All right, Lisa. Uh, let's go ahead and say hi to anonymous and forget that whole Chelsea talk from a moment ago. Go ahead, anonymous. Not Chelsea. You're on K Rock. What did you do? I um, was at the market and I was like kind of sick with the flu and I was getting some liquids and um, I defecated myself in the market. <laughs> oh, thank God you're being anonymous right now. You're <laughs> yeah. terrible. So I was like, wait a minute. I know Chelsea. <laughs> Hold on. What what uh, aisle of the market were you in? Um, the liquids. Oh. Right. <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> and was the soda aisle? The <laughs> getting I was getting Gatorade. Okay. Oh yeah, you were trying to replenish those electrolytes and the flu yeah. and and you. Th- this was a complete surprise attack that happened. Like you didn't feel it coming on. It just kind of boom happened. No. Yeah. I mean, I assumed that it was a you know fart. Right. Yeah. A lot of us do. <laughs> and then it's the flu's poos. And did you uh, continue with your purchase, or did you at that point put the Gatorade back on the shelf and just kind of shamefully walk out of the store? Yeah, just uh, shamefully walked out the store. Oh, mm-hmm. and so that's a terrible yeah. feeling as a walk of shame. adult. So when when it was happening, did you like did was anybody in the aisle with you, or were you alone in the aisle? No, it was pretty late, so I was like alone. Mm-hmm. And then, did you have to encounter anyone on your way back to your house to kind of clean up the crime scene? No, mm-hmm. there was there was no mess. Oh, okay. Well. There was no mess. Got to be something. How is that? How is that possible? Right, hold on. That's well, uh, in the in the store. In the store. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> right. Okay. We got <laughs> it. Thank <laughs> you. All right. That's that's anonymous. That's a hot story there. That's not a hot story. There. That's anonymous. That's <laughs> the Cleveland Steamer. Inter- interactive <laughs> Thanks, box Chelsea. of shame. Uh, it's anonymous, Allie. Oh. Her name is not Chelsea. I mean, it is, but she doesn't want to be anonymous. Uh, Greg, do you want to be anonymous, or do you want to go by Greg? Oh no, no, that's my name. Okay. Great. Uh, welcome to the interactive box of shame. Uh, uh, what is it that you do? These are moments we're not proud of. We're not bragging about them. We'll pick our favorites. Uh, favorite one, I guess, hook you up with some tickets to uh, Monster Jam. Hopefully you're not sitting next to Chelsea in Monster Jam. Hey, Chelsea's better now. Uh, what's up, Greg? What, what happened to you? Well, I was coming home with uh, some food in my hands. Got some food. I'm walking in the back gate. My neighbor's cat, I didn't know it was my neighbor's cat. I thought it was a stray cat, but uh, it tried to rub its leg on me, and uh, but I kind of tried to kick it. Oh, <laughs> I don't no. know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. I thought it was a stray. 
And uh, how's that yeah, different? You shouldn't kick cats anyway. Well, hold no, on. Wait, wait, wait. No, were you I trying? Don't know what I was thinking. Wait, Greg, were you trying so my to actually? Was standing right there. Oh, man. <laughs> and he saw me, and he goes, "Midnight, get over here!" And I'm like, "Oh no!" I'm trying to jiggle my keys and open the gate, and I can't. And his whole family's standing there staring at me. Okay, now here's the, the I, whole I, I, family I'm gonna, was I'm just outside def- staring. I'm going to defend Greg and saying I don't know if he attempted to actually kick the cat or do that thing where you just shake. I've done the move before because some of the, yeah, you know the strays, they come up, you kind of shake your leg. You're not trying to kick the cat, no, obviously. You, you get your cat carrier yeah, like, out from yeah. your car and you say, come home, little one. No, people don't have cat carriers with them. They're oh. not all, everyone's not all sad lesbians like you. So the <laughs> idea is that if he's trying to just do the leg shake thing and then what happened? You ac- It was an accidental kick of the cat right in front of the owner of the cat? Yeah, right in front of the owner and their family. Okay. And then I couldn't That's get pretty- in my gate because I was nervous trying to jiggle my keys. Excuse pretty, me, if a cat shameful. rubs your leg, you have to get on your knees and pet the kitty. No, oh. this guy was absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, this guy was Why trying to get inside he... and eat his food. He, he, well, he didn't want to yeah, do it. Yeah, and the now cat. He's gonna, the cat wants some of and it. And by the way, if you give any affection to a stray cat, I think you now officially live with that cat. Like, if you give any, even a little affection, yeah. that cat's like, this is my new home now. This Great. is my new daddy. And this guy doesn't want that. <laughs> Greg's living the life. All right, that's no, interesting. That's... That's, a, that's a good box of shame right there. You I... should be ashamed. Uh, I don't. Well, of course, because you don't want the, the owners to see that. You I'm know. surprised that they didn't get mad at him and they got mad at the cat. No, I think they got mad at Greg. Oh, we're staring at me. Yeah. yeah. And that's a that's a tension that lasts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eight one eight. This is pretty shameful on the uh, text line. Can't get through now on the phones, guys. But I accidentally stole an Uber ride three different times because the app was somehow not linked to my payment card. It was linked to a credit card I used to have that I no longer get payments for. I stiffed three drivers in a row, felt bad about it, but then took another ride, realizing that I found a loophole in the system. Oh, man. I don't know if that's shameful. No, but there's a lot of shameful rideshare stories, too, around New Year's and just in general. I think people behave most shamefully when they're with Uber drivers, drunk or sober. Uh, 714 met a guy that was unattractive on New Year's Eve and knew that he was going to pay for most of the drinks, so I was flirtier than I normally would have been. Kept saying, just wait till midnight, just wait till midnight. At 11.56, I left. <laughs> Great. I, I left. <laughs> that's, that's, that's... <laughs> The box. Of shame. Yeah. All shameful stuff. There's been a lot of talk about things getting more expensive. Uh, primarily this week, they've been talking about how the price of eggs is going up and the price of beer is going up. Which I don't know why this is such a huge deal because everything's going up. Yeah, I, I know, mean, but... I feel like I read something every day that's like the price of this is higher than it's yes. ever been, but everyone's freaking out about eggs. Because so every... eggs is like seventy percent higher. Right, that's the other thing, and it's it the... happened really fast. It's the percentage of what it is, and it's the fact that for the most part, eggs. When all else fails, you feel like oh, I can always just eat eggs. Like it, <laughs> it just feels like it's that's something that should always just be. That's what cheap. you say. Yeah, like it just feels like they, they should always be cheap. You should always be able to get a dozen eggs for I don't know two fifty three bucks. I I know people are not going to agree with They're going me. Up and I'm, eggs a, are I'm, overrated. A, I'm an egg eater. Right. But you're, I, you're on room. You're the you're the queen of the egg room. Let's not forget that. Dude, eggs are overrated. Oh. Eggs are something that you just have in your fridge because you feel like you have to have it in your fridge. Yeah, but you're one of these what? people. You Allie, eat eggs like for a lot of different Allie, foods. Yeah, throwing them at houses. Allie hates breakfast in general. She's a breakfast hater. I have always said before that breakfast is the greatest meal of the day. It's it's yeah. it, the best part about living They're in limiting. Su- Southern California. The best thing. The first thing I noticed when I moved here, and the best thing I love still about LA more than any other place. 
guys. There are so many options, so many places here where you can get breakfast 24 hours a day. Most places I go into here have breakfast no matter what time of day I go in. And I love that about this place. You go to other parts of the world, yeah. all of a sudden it hits 11 a.m. They're like, ah, put away all, no breakfast available. I can't. Yeah, and I can't believe you think eggs are limiting. Eggs is like the one food you could they, you could have so many options and cook them in so many different ways. Breakfast it's the burrito. Same. I know, but it's the killies. same ingredients. So eggs, hash browns, and some kind of meat. Oh, and we're going to put it on a plate. Uh, are you going to put it in a taco? Are you going to put it in a burrito? Wench. Are you going to scramble it? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it's all, all the same stuff. You're, what you're saying is so... Dinner is like there's so many different things. You could have chicken. You could have steak. Uh, you could have eggs. Yeah, you could, uh, you, right? I think is mad at eggs because they got so expensive she can't afford them yeah, anymore. Now I'm... I'm just convincing myself that I don't need them. There's two reasons. One, there's that. And two, she's all angry because she's on a juice cleanse. So she's, oh, so she, I'm starving. She doesn't want us talking about any food at all. I killed for a Shut night right now. Yeah, she's just mad about it because we're not talking about juice shortage. squeeze Tell juice right now. There she goes. Let her, uh, she's going to have a sip of her uh, mango smoothie now. So let her go to town on that. I have not pooped in five days. Uh, the goat line, 844-956-GOAT. Uh, I think that's the number. Is that right? You can call us anytime. Here we go. Hey, Klein. Hey, Allie. Hey, other two people that I forget your names. Uh, Thank you. Got two things for you guys. First off, uh, I'm going to move pretty soon out of state. And I'm no. very sad about that because one of the very, very few things that I'll miss about L.A. is your morning show. Oh, and I know you have a podcast, but very we're different. losing another one. Don't say but. That sucks. We have a podcast. Man. We can't afford to lose people oh. when they move out of state because things get expensive here. This guy probably got pushed out of the state because the cost of eggs. Now he's gone. Now we've lost another listener. But very different than uh, being able to put that in on your car while you're out at work. So if there's anything yeah. you can do to help me out with that, that might be appreciated. But what, what else can we do to help you with that? You're choosing to move out of state. I mean, uh, and you we can, can do. listen in your car on the way to work. Number one, number two, you can listen on. Um, there's an app for it, right? Uh, yeah, we're on the Odyssey app, but we're, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, that's not going to happen. So might as well just say good riddance. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the memories, dude. Appreciate it. Uh, I love you guys, but I don't want to download. The wish Odyssey you app. nothing but the best, <laughs> and it's been fun. Thank you for letting us wake up with you for these past however All many right. months. But uh, moving on to more positive things, recently started learning uh, a few extra languages, one of which is German, of all things. That's the most important thing you can learn in German, is Weinstesfahne, okay? And this so happens that Klein in German means small. Okay. Do with that information <gasps> what you will. Uh, get the hell out of here. Get that guy so out of the state. No, but doesn't that mean that generations ago you were named, your last name was like a description of you, either what you did for a living or it described something about you. So your whole family was little. I guess. It's a German word. <laughs> just, just for gen- hundreds and hundreds of years in the past, they've all been lying about their height. That's amazing. Generationally. <laughs> They just go, just call that family Klein. It means tiny. And they're like, no, we're the six foot family. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's no, a good no. Name right there. That was originally going to be my name when I was born. <laughs> six foot. It was going to be Six Foot Alley Show. <laughs> Kevin Six Foot. Went with Klein. No, thank you. Hey, let me ask you if I should be as upset about this as I am because I got a call from my <clears throat> mother yesterday. And she told me that, um, you know, I, I have a room. My parents live in the same house that they lived in my entire life, they've never moved. Which ha- I, I I don't know what your experience is, but I think that doesn't happen as much anymore. Like parents and grandparents, just if they bought a house, they stayed in the same damn house for the rest of their life. Right. There was no thought of moving. And now people move 
Like, ah, five years in one house, got to move, got to move, got to move. Right. Yeah, I don't know if they're ever going to move. I feel like I'm just going to find them in that house one day. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do not resuscitate. Isn't it too big for them? Don't they have to downsize? No. A lot of cleaning? They did not have a big, not a big house. It was not that big of a house. No, it says more about the house I grew up in than anything. Oh, but it's not okay. not big enough. Not, in fact, it still feels like it's. there's no one that lives there now except for them. But my mom wanted to inform me that they've decided they're finally going to do something with the room, my room. You know, I, my room has pretty much uh, been my room. Sex dungeon. That's what I was hoping for. Something fun, you know? <laughs> it's the worst po- Sex dungeon for your parents? Oh, Sounds no. Fun? They're not making it into a gym, are they? It, dude, it's the worst possible news I could have gotten about what's happening to my my room. And by the way, I don't go home often. And my, I think part of the call was my mom's way of saying, you're never really home anyway. Because so, for a couple of years, like post-college and stuff, I'd be like, keep my room the way it is. It's fine the way it is. I'll come by. Who knows? I Wait. said, I'm in radio. I'll be unemployed for months at a time. Yeah. Like, I, I need a place I could to be crash. back in there before <laughs> yeah. you know it. Yeah, that's I, true. I, I said, leave it. Th- I still could be like I got a mini fridge with still food that's good in there. Like I gotta, <laughs> I'll probably be back in that room at some point. Don't change it. So when you say it's the same as it's always been, your same posters are up, same bedspread, like everything is exactly as you left it, uh, not, or it's become like a storage closet. Not entirely the way I left it, but close enough. Okay. I mean, they've they've taken down like yeah, some of like the Maxim pictures have come off the wall. I believe you know, <laughs> like some of that stuff's gone away. Did but you have any Corvettes on there? Uh, you know, posters uh, of no, 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 no Corvettes, no Corvettes. But no I did, Corvettes. yeah, I did have like. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, it was a typical, like, you know, whatever, I guess high school, the last time I lived there was like high school and in and out of college, but like it was kind of in state, but it was kind of cool. It kind of captured that early 2000s uh, vibe, you know, Did which you is now, by the way. posters from Spencer's Gifts? No. But some yeah. maybe, but mm-hmm. like you think about that, Any you know, pizzas that you put up there. Were you like, I, I do have then? a few, I did have a few pizza boxes on display in yeah. the room. Yeah. <laughs> so. She said, uh, "Yeah, you know, we just want to let you know, so you don't just come home one day and you're surprised. We're we're kind of cha- we're we're reclaiming your room now." And you have siblings. Is yours the only one that's being redone? Yeah. Well, my sister's old room, I guess, is technically that's where like all my dead grandma's furniture went into after she died. Oh, so God. like that that's become that room's haunted now. I think, but cool. like pretty much that's the room where like if if company were to go stay because like that room actually has a bathroom. My room had no bathroom. I just had this tiny little bedroom. I mean, it was really sad. It was kind of like if you ever seen a prison movie when they go into solitary confinement. That's kind of what my room was, but with like more posters on the wall. Tiny room for a tiny man. Thank yeah, you, Jake. That's what my mom said too. So she said, um, we've decided that uh, what we're going to do with your room. And I said, do I get any input on this or you're just telling me? And she goes. Why the hell would you get input? You don't live there. Yeah, it's their house. I know, but I did live there for 18 so years. What? Yeah, it doesn't Everyone, matter. You're a grown-ass man doesn't who ma- has a family. Everyone feels like they've got some sort of ownership of the room they grew up in. Am I wrong? No, you're totally I wrong. I feel the same way about houses that my parents don't even live in anymore. Yeah. like uh, yeah, What? Yeah, people that was do my that. room, sucker. Yeah, people do that move where they go to an old house. that they, they're Exactly. And they knock on the door. They go, yeah, I used to live here. I'd like to come in and look at it. And people are like, all right, I guess. Like, I this think is that, my room. Yeah, that's kind of a rule. Like, if you used to live somewhere... For like over a year, I feel like you always have the ability to... To just drop by? I think so. No, you have the ability uh, to look at it on Google Earth or creepily drive by it and hey, look inside and hey, see what's different. You know that move people like go up and they like hold their hands and they look in the window, you know? Yeah, they that, do that I've done. And they go, I, I just want to never... see, oh, that's where, I, that's where I used to, you know, whatever whatever your good memory is. Mm-hmm. So my parents told me that um, they're changing uh, my room into into something and it's the it's for me, it's... It, it, 
it's almost like I think it's an FU to me, and it's not a gym, but that's a oh, good guess. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, I a little have library. Guess yeah, like a study. A reading room. That's exactly. Oh, we're right. gonna. Yeah! Oh my God! You said we're turning your room into a little reading room, <laughs> and I tell why it's never up to this point in life. There's never been a thing read in that room ever. I'd like to keep yeah, it that way. Yeah, you were in the turtle group. Yeah, I was yeah. in the turtle. I said at the very least, can we get a plaque on the wall that says "Turtle Reading Room" or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I like said, turtles. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. I said, were my, you that kid back in the day? By the way, yeah. I, I was that. I was that. that was, I like turtles. That's yeah. me from college. That's a sound clip of me in college, right there. <laughs> I said, uh, guys. I said, do you can do what you want. It's your house. But could you make it a snack room? Could you do anything other than just uh, at least put a mini fridge in there yeah. for me? Because I'm pretty sure my dad still goes in that room and smashes off sometimes. Like I don't want. I, I, I don't like the <laughs> idea that they're turning it into some sort of a weird reading room. She's like, "Yeah, we're just gonna put a bunch of books in there and just sit in there and read." And I was like, "Why don't?" And it's like I don't spinning- think anyone actually does that. Well, they claim they're going to do it. I mean, they're, they're, but there's. Do you think that over the course of many years they're like, you know what? We just don't have enough reading space. I we need its own room. I th- that's why I'm convinced it's an fu. To, it's some sort of an fu to me and my hatred of books that they're doing this. And that's really uh, so. The I'm, first book will enter your room shortly. Yeah. yeah. So I got to go. I may have to move back home, guys, just to stop this from <laughs> happening. I'm serious. We support it. Uh, thank- <laughs> yeah, I know you do. We've all now survived the bomb cyclone. It affected all of us. Gave us a great new song that Omar put together. People asking, by the way, can we make that song available for download? Uh, Jake, I don't know how we go about doing that on the. Can you do he that? You can put it on podcast. I can do that, yeah. Yeah, people uh, want the bomb yeah. cyclone. So, I mean, no one cares anymore because we're now past the bomb cyclone, but for a few days. Well, there'll be another one. Well, Jake wanted to, uh, you know, every week he goes out into the streets to try to see if anyone will have a, a moment to talk to K-Rock. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? And the excuses we get are always all over the place. It's always no, but it's a different reason every time. Yesterday, because it was during the bomb cyclone, when, when you know, people had a built-in excuse because it was like, no, I'm not going to stop and talk to you. It's pouring right now. Mm-hmm. It's miserably cold. So we wanted to see if people would give him the obvious excuse or still be clever enough to come up with their own excuses. It's time for a brand new exciting round of Excuse Me, Can I Talk to You for K-Rock. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? Don't run away, just want to have a real quick talk. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? Come on, I promise I won't talk about my dumb rock. Hey, it's Jake out here on the streets of Los Angeles to see if anybody has a moment to talk to K-Rock. Bomb Cyclone Edition, Rookie Boogie. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? Um, no, I gotta go, brother. Thank you, though. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? No, sorry, no, man. Sorry. We gotta go. Our movie's right now. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? <laughs> oh, no, thank you. I love hearing them run away yeah. As, yeah. You're st- as they're still talking. Yeah, were they even walking to... I'm running out of a movie! Were they actually heading even towards a movie at all, or no? Did they just say that? Jake? Yo! Oh, sorry, I turned you off. Oh, I didn't yeah, have, no, I didn't have a moment to talk to you. Oh, they were just saying. Our movie's right now. Excuse me, Our can I talk to you for K-Rock? Right now. Uh, no, thank you. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? No, we are, we, we're in a rush. Sorry. Uh, no, let me fumble over my words. I can't well, think of it. out of rush. Excuse, excuse. No, no, no. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K-Rock? I have to go back to work. I work in the hospital. I'm sorry. Excuse- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm in the middle of life-saving surgery on Damar Hamlin. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that whole excuse, uh, I work in a hospital. Yeah. Uh, maybe it does. I'm saving lives. It's a great, if you need, everyone needs to have an excuse on the right. We've all used them when we get approached outside of a grocery store. Someone's got a clipboard and they want to hit you up for, do you like whales or do you want to help children? And the answer is, yeah, we want to help all that stuff. But like, no one has time for anything. Yeah, but I don't even have 30 seconds to talk to you. Most people, I thought, just fake a cell phone call and keep walking. 
that's the move I do usually. But these people were not quick enough, so they just had to come up with excuses on the fly to not talk to K Rock. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K Rock? Um, I'm in a hurry, but thank you. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K Rock? Oh, no, sorry, oh, we are late. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K Rock? We're good, thank you. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K Rock? Uh, no thanks. <laughs> oh, sad little man. No <laughs> thanks. Who, me? Yeah. Usually the yeah. time where Jake starts to get mad and yells at people. Yeah. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K Rock? Uh, no, thank you. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K Rock? Uh, well, I gotta go eat. Excuse me, can I, I gotta talk to you go for K-Rock? eat. No, I have a bus to catch. I'm sorry. Uh, a bus to catch. What kind of Muppet was I'm that? Sorry. <laughs> no, I have a bus to catch. My friend is in a trash can. And no, I, need to I have a bus out. to catch. I'm sorry. Excuse me, can I talk to you for K Rock? Those are the people you meet on the bus, though. Exactly. I'm always next to that person. <laughs> can I talk to you for K Rock? What is your name? Jake. <laughs> Jake! I love listening to uh, a Jake and Allie show. Oh, oh no! Jake and Allie show! Climb the balls! Damn it! It's you and me, Jake. Yeah. It's a couple of people who love sex with relatives. Listen to this. A woman that actually was excited that you approached her because she knows the show. We knew it happened eventually. Jake. Jake! I love listening to uh, a Jake and Allie show. Jake and Allie show, yeah. Yes, I love, I listen to that in the morning on my way to work. And I, every time I hear it, they always tell you, no, no, they turn you down. And I'm just like, why? Why would you turn down this incredible man? <laughs> Hi. Hi, how you doing? What's your name? My name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. You want to give a shout out to the show? Um, honestly, I just want to say I'm so happy to be on the talk show with you. Like, this is, talk I've been waiting show? for this moment. I just didn't know where you stood. And now that I found wow. you, I probably have to go because... I'm like... She has to go, too. She has to go? She, she has to doesn't go. have a moment? She's actually a fan of the show. She doesn't have a moment for the Jake Alley show? She's got to catch a watch, too. <laughs> I'm, like, ecstatic. Like, incredibly happy. Hey, this is Elizabeth with Sonora, and you're listening to the Jake and Alley show on oh, God. K-Rock. Damn it. Rookie oh, Buggy. Yeah, All right. oh, Rookie Buggy. I just got a promotion. All right. Yeah. Well, well done. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Jake. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.